0: We'll <laughs> be Welcome to Dark Inside Episode Number 17. My name is Jeremy Greer, and I am joined, as always, with my other co-host, Death Note, aka Clifford Goldsmith. Clifford, how are you today?
1: I'm good.
0: And even further from the United States, we have Vader Van Oden from New Zealand. How are you today, Vader? I'm pretty good. And um I don't know about you guys, I actually kind of really enjoy talking about the weather a little bit. What what's happening in your world? <laughs>
2: I got a bit of a um heavy downpour at the moment uh so it's yeah the noise i'm sorry I apologize for any noise it's 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 raining cats and dogs as they say
1: so i i'm gonna i'm gonna have uh, loads of uh, fun all d- editing out the um, uh, the rain the rainstorm from the background
3: then
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be worse too because it's pouring over here as well, so you're gonna hear some thunder and my dog's moving around so have a fun job editing this one Clifford. We appreciate it <laughs> <laughs>
2: How about you, Cliff? What's well, about what's it doing over there? Oh,
1: nothing. It's been quite nice today actually for a change. It's been uh, relatively nice. It's been quite sunny. London? Yeah, it makes a change. That's, yeah.
0: not, <laughs> that's not what I'm that's not what I'm used to hearing about London at all. Yeah,
1: no. No, it's been quite sunny today, actually quite warm. I actually took my coat off today. <laughs> uh, nice. Nice, yeah, nice.
0: Um so we all ready to get into it? talking yeah, about some, talk about some video games. Um, yeah. I think the the big news for this week uh, um, was the Square Enix Final Fantasy 15 uncovered event that happened sometime this week. I don't remember exactly when. Um, Two this days was ago. their, yeah, this was their big press event to reveal a bunch of details about Final Fantasy 15, and it was um, hosted by some guys who I didn't know, um, that I guess do a popular gaming show.
1: Yeah,
0: and, um, Game kind Over Greggy yeah yeah they were they were pretty good like i can i can imagine the that pressure of that, being up on that stage that, that's the name of their that's show
1: name. <laughs> kind that's of the name.
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah it's the, it's
1: the kind of funny games cast
0: yeah are they x ign or something
1: yes they're both x
2: i g n ign yeah yeah a bunch of them left ign and started their own thing
0: kind of funny well that's an apt <laughs> an apt description <laughs> for their gaming show i guess. <laughs> Because I thought they were kind of funny in the show. Um I thought they they did a pretty good job. Like they they kind of made fun of the fun of the whole thing a couple of times and then but but you know, delivered their lines well and all of that. Um <clears throat> but we got to hear a whole lot of details about Final Fantasy 15 and um regular mm. listen, listeners will remember the first time I appeared on this podcast, we talked about Final Fantasy 15 and I was like, I don't know what this game is. I don't care. <laughs> and um, I still was at that same position until I watched this event um, having nothing else better to do at 10 o'clock at night and I kind of came out of this very, very enthusiastic about Final Fantasy XV. Did did either of you watch it live? No. I got into a little bit
2: of it um, and I kind of rolled back so I was probably about 20 minutes behind but I only started when all the juicy stuff um, came out so I missed all the, the boring kind of lead up (laughs) Um, and went straight into kind of the big announcements
1: yeah no chance for me it was like 3 a.m my time so where's the the commitment where's the commitment (laughs) i had work the next morning that was (laughs) new it weren't gonna happen i I woke up to it though i got into work and i turned on my thing and just twitter had exploded i was like oh this is
2: cool (laughs) (laughs) sad when work gets in the way of gaming. Mm. Damn work.
0: Yeah, what is this real-life bullshit? Let's ditch that and just play video games all the time. Yep. That's what I was saying. It's a necessity
1: um, to the evil, though. I need that work to actually buy the video games.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's that, that meme that I've seen? Like, it's like, when you're a kid, you can't afford games, but you've got all the time in the world, and then now I'm an adult, I can afford games, but have no time to play. Yes, yeah, so true. <laughs>
0: work so hard to buy the things that you want and then have no time to play them. It's just miserable. Yep. <laughs> um, well, I i, I kind of started right at the beginning, I think, but I wasn't really paying attention because all of the early stuff was um, just kind of a lot of fluff and kind of, like you said, just not very important. Uh, so I really started paying attention when they showed a, uh, I guess this was like a base infiltration scene, and, and it was actual gameplay. And I thought for like, a good solid three minutes that this was Metal Gear Solid, but done in Final Fantasy. Did y'all see this video? It was, it yeah. was hilarious.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was very. Oh you yeah, missed that one. It, it, it even looked like there was a Metal Gear there. The, like the big robot looks like a Metal Gear. <laughs> like, totally, it
0: did. Yeah. Right, like this is this is episode two. or This is chapter two from MGS Five. Like this is where <laughs> it went. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: so good. Yeah. Now, if you haven't seen it, mate, you should go check it. it. It really does look like Metal Gear Solid. To be fair.
2: Yeah, super. I think I've seen clips of it. Mm. I think I've seen clips of it. Um, But yeah, I missed that actual trailer. I saw the later trailers. But that's a good thing, isn't it?
0: Yeah, actually, absolutely. Yeah, (laughs) that kind of made me real interested in it. Seeing that dude um, use his warp kill ability in kind of a sneaky way, and not just in um, you know like a normal combat situation that was that was like super cool like to seeing him kind of bounce back and forth and kill all these dudes and then you know and then start a battle after he thinned out the mods I thought that was really neat yeah yeah uh, yeah look combat looks
1: cool mm. well that's the thing obviously that they, they've just uh from the original demo that we played the closed demo uh, they they've they've refined the the battle system a little bit Uh I'm not sure whether I liked it the way it was or how it is now. I'm unsure.
0: How was it different? Because I didn't, I didn't pay attention when, to this when, game until just recently.
1: When with the, on the original battle system, you, you basically picked swords and set up like a combo stack. And the swords came out in a combo, whereas now you hold the button for the attack and then you pick the swords on your D-pad, don't you? As to what you get, mm. what sword you want to use as you're attacking, and I, I don't know. So trying to move around the character, like move my character, whilst also picking the different swords and attacks, kind of got my thumbs a bit in a kerfuffle. Whereas the other version, I liked setting it up as I liked it, and they, that combo came out by itself. But we'll see. That because they are saying yeah. there are two modes you can make it harder for yourself or easier for yourself in the way it controls. So maybe they're both in there we
2: we'll, we'll have to wait and see I think interesting mm. um well i i kind of like the, the the fact um that you have the control we're talking about the the platinum demo now yeah. aren't, aren't we with the with a you can choose because it allows for more control of abilities or magic mm. whereas that was completely missing from the the previous demo yeah uh, so I think so i, I kind of like that you can have that bit more control it's a little bit more like your old school rpg menu but in a fast actiony way and from what we've seen on final fantasy 7 the remake it looks like it's going to be something similar to that where you have of your menu yeah but you still can but it's still action and fast paced. and i think the way the character moves it's 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 kind of all animated he, he kind of moves naturally to his surroundings mm-hmm. and a lot of games I don't—I'm not a fan of that, but it kind of works in this setting because it is an RPG, and it's yeah—it's not just about action. So I, yeah, I kind of—I kind of like it. I like that—that that flexibility. Um, I really like the squeaky hammer. The squeaky hammer on <laughs> <laughs> the demo. Oh, so good, so good. The squeaky hammer. As
0: yeah, it's, it's part of all this, they did release a demo um, during the press event, which is always a super cool thing to do. Yeah. And um, I'm assuming we've all played it. I, I downloaded it and played it that night. Did, mm-hmm. did you check it out, Cliff? Absolutely. <laughs> Am I the only one that really didn't like the demo? <laughs> I feel yep. bad. I, I, yeah, okay, I guess good. So yeah, I Excellent. think maybe yeah,
3: possibly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what didn't you like about it? Yeah, please. Um, I I felt like the movement was, uh, rubbish. I guess to steal one of Clifford's phrases.
1: What um, in, in combat situations or just well, the free roam? Just
0: move. Mo- yeah, just moving around the world and um, and the jump felt really bad and floating, and then um like the world was well realized, like the graphics were just kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people had said, this is like a tech demo thing because they had those panels you set up and it would move the, it would change the you know weather effects or yeah. change from a night to day and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And that you were supposed to look at that and go, Ooh, wow, pretty. Uh, but like in the combat, it just felt kind of bad. Like it wants me to move around and it's like kingdom hearts, star ocean kind of fashion. And, mm. I just didn't enjoy it. Like I liked the squeaky hammer, like as it squeaked every time you hit somebody and it did a lot of damage. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was super cool, but I just didn't really like it. Um, and I don't know the, maybe I just didn't get into enough. I, I heard Patty said that like um, his lady spent about an hour in it and it took me only like 15 minutes and I'm trying to figure out what they could have possibly done differently.
1: I've ran around for nearly two hours.
0: <laughs> yeah. What?
1: Yeah, seriously. I, I spent like two hours in that game. In that demo
2: yeah I did two hours in total I finished it twice
1: though I only done it once but I just ran around finding all the extra buttons and I fought the boss like four times and because you, you can reset him by pressing the button and he comes up again and I was just trying to sort of uh hone in my uh, Final Fantasy fighting tr- trying to get used to the battle system so I just kept fighting that boss over and over again just to get used to the dodge roll and <laughs> and the, the auto dodge and just getting used to the mechanics again
2: so I, I spent a lot of time in there
1: just fighting the boss again
2: yeah see the first time i fought the boss i got i got i got kind of wasted i couldn't get i couldn't get the dodging down right and so i was like now nah, i'm gonna beat him again and so i you can run along to one of those buttons and you get re um refueled with more fire and you just can own them like three of them he's like almost dead Oh really, um, see that's why I was struggling. Yeah. I didn't realize there was a button to re-gauge a fire,
1: so every time I was fighting him again, I didn't have any fire, so I was just fighting him with swords, so I was having to dodge <laughs> and uh wall up to a post on the building and get all my magic he back can shoot and you then, from there as well yeah, and then like walk back down I, I i was yeah, I was quite enjoying it. The only only thing I've been struggling with is the dodging that's gonna be a mechanic that's gonna take a bit of time to get get tightened up it's, well, yeah, it's same here than, um, um
0: it's It's way different than I'm used to out of like, you know, a Souls game or something like that. Mm. Like, I didn't, I couldn't figure out my, really, my invisibility frames or invincibility frames. You don't have any. Exactly, right? So, why have a dodge roll? (laughs) You have to, you have to, (laughs) you literally um... have
1: to dodge out of the way. You can't go through the attacks. You either dodge out the way or you hold, if you hold down the dodge instead of dodge roll at the right time, he will go invisible and teleport through the attack. But you, that, you have to get that timing right
2: that's only oh, against certain wow. attacks only like little guys that it works against it works against but the big dude that, as
1: well i was doing it on the big dude when he was like doing power slams you just got to get the timing right
2: yeah because it did say that some attacks you can't dodge yeah. you can't do that too that yeah
1: there are there are a few but i i haven't personally i haven't come across any yet that i haven't been able to magic dodge oh, Cool. so uh, yeah yeah it's it's all timing the combat system i definitely think it is a bit of a chalk and cheese thing for people it because it's it's so very different to what we're used to in final fantasy it is very kingdom heartsy so it's very different for a final fantasy person and obviously for you jeremy coming from a final fantasy 7 which was the turn-based one to this is it's massively different i can imagine so it's it's, I don't know if you're not too fond on it now. I don't know whether you're going to be able to get into the main game, which is which is a shame because I think it's going to be a bit of an, a, a good a, a bit of an experience, to be honest.
0: Well, I like I liked the boss more than I liked anything else in the demo, yeah. um, and that's that's sure. very specifically the part. I guess we should describe the demo. as like it takes place as the main character is a child, and you're kind of going through these environments that are in his dreams. Um And at the end, when you meet the boss, you transform into your, I guess, teenage version or adult version or whatever you want to call it of the main character. And then you have, like, your full sword and you have your full magic and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. that was my favorite bit of the demo by far. Like, that I felt like that was way better than the little kid stuff. Um oh, And I'm definitely mm-hmm. going to keep... I'm definitely going to try the game out because, like, all of the stuff that I saw, like, riding around in the car... What, like, I, what, that I'd weird... li-
1: what I'd like to give you, if I... <laughs> See, because you're on when I'm not. Sometimes, like I done with Vader, if I give you my login, you can play the original demo, and that's all. When he's an adult, open world, you have got some of the car stuff, some really cool stuff, and you can really get into the world, and that you'll get a better feel for the game there, I think, than you do with this demo. Would you say that, Vader? What do you think?
2: Uh Yes, and a little bit of a no. I think mm. I think the demo is a little <laughs> sparse, and I think the final world is going to be a bit more dense. Mm. and exciting from what we've seen of the trailers and stuff um so it it, and again the combat is going to be different they've told us that things are going to be different yeah this is true this is true so I I, I, what I like this is Jeremy this is the very this is the first Final Fantasy oh maybe except the MMOs where you actually can kind of explore and just enjoy the world um like it's a lot more world exploratory (laughs) compared to Mm -hmm. other Final Fantasies um and so that's that's very different. They've never had a jump mechanic before, have they? And no,
0: so it's all very new. Um,
2: oh, I, I didn't think they, about
0: that they've actually never had a jump mechanic. No, so I've got maybe, to agree. The, maybe the jumps are supposed to be this. That's weird. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say I've got to um, agree
1: with Jeremy on that one. Though the jump is a bit janky. It doesn't. Yeah, I don't think the actual movement's right on it. But I don't think we'll be using it that often, other than to jump onto ledges. <laughs> so. Yeah, you couldn't even right, do exactly. that
0: though like because there were a couple of ledges that looked like I should just be able to jump onto them and it was just obviously like the world was blocked off so like that made the jump feel even worse like why even have it if I can't go, <laughs> go to places Right. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to dog the demo too much though like I don't want to be a negative Nancy about the whole thing
1: no you know? but that, like, I suppose that at the end of the day that's what we're here for we're, we're here to get everyone's opinions and...
2: yeah I agree the jump was terrible and yeah. in, in the main demo like the original um, episode something D what was it oh
1: episode
2: Duske uh, that's it <laughs> um, it's the jump seemed a bit more useful compared to what it was in this demo and so I wonder if it's just that it's the the kid like because they had to re they had to animate the kid this is not going to be in the main game no this, this, so this, even, uh, this has nothing to do with the actual
1: game it's just I think it's just an introduction to what they've done to the battle system and look at how we can make our game look really pretty. I think that's all this was for yeah to be well, honest.
2: And it, i I kind of like that it's given given some kind of more depth and character to main, the main the hero of the game um like now, but we've learned we've seen him as a kid like we're a mm. bit more invested yeah um. So I think that's really cool that they've done used a tech demo to kind of give depth to a character, but yeah I, so they would have had to re they had to animate and make this kid just for this demo so i I'm thinking that the main character or the characters in the final game will play a little smoother, and to be honest, the animation of the kid is pretty good, his role was pretty smooth like it wasn't considering mm-hmm um. I did, like, all of the
0: open world stuff they were showing, though. Like, again, riding around in the weird 1950s Americana car and, like, going to the diners. And, like, the concept of having a radio station that plays nothing but Final Fantasy music on it is just, it's such a brilliant move. Like, it's yeah. its very fan servicey, but, like, even not being you know, a Final Fantasy fan, I can totally get into that. Like, that's exactly the kind of stuff that... For example, and Namco should maybe think about doing, mm. <laughs> but we're not gonna get, we're not gonna get into that. But no. yeah, I, th- all of that stuff was just like the scale of the environment, the scale of the enemies, and you saw a little bit of, of that in the demo when that big dude showed up for like five seconds. But um uh, the yeah, boss. the
1: big titan, yeah, it's cool.
0: Mm-hmm. The, the, all of that stuff looked really really cool. The, 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 I, this I, is I, what I think. don't think I'll be pre-ordering it, but I'm, I'm into the game.
1: Just just do it. Do, stick it on your game fly list. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> that, in that, that, that's how you got Phantom Pain, wasn't it? Yeah, Was Phantom Pain on Gamefly?
0: It was. Yeah. yeah. I got that probably the first week, and um, I, I felt kind of bad because I was not very enthusiastic about that game, and I was like, somebody out there is probably like desperately waiting to play this game that can't afford the 60 Bones to, to go buy it, <laughs> and I've stolen their copy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I ended up loving it and keeping that game for like three months at my house. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, so who knows you 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 may your game flight and uh magic will shoe because this is the thing this is one of the main things of final fantasy it is that exploration that is one of the main draws of these games to be honest like some of the games have not had the best combat but their worlds have been fantastic so like i wasn't a fan of 12's combat at all but i loved the world so but we'll, we'll see we'll <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yes, I, 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 pretty, I pretty much really enjoyed it it was a fun just little magical experience so you can just enjoy being a kid um, and yeah it definitely had a, a Kingdom Hearts feel to it especially when you're in the second area of the dream mm. you're in this giant kids room um, and you can turn yourself into a little car <laughs> and drive around. Yeah, that was cool. That was.
1: Yeah, you shrink down, you're the car. Just I, I, I like that as a mechanic because, obviously, they put that in, so you can actually traverse the area a lot quicker than running around because if he's running around, it'd take God knows how long. So yeah. yeah, it was cool. He's, but he's very Kingdom Heartsy. but I think the main game's going to move away a bit from that, and it's going to be more to, like, more dusky, yeah. more sort of a bit more grown-up
2: oh for sure yeah but any, any all Final Fantasies are great for having um, kind of your your weird little side things like they showed mm-hmm. in some of the trailers that, that you can your domain guys are playing a pinball machine and I guarantee that's going to be that'll be in there as a mini game most certainly yeah yeah and that's that's what's so good about Final Fantasy mm-hmm. like Final Fantasy 7 Jeremy you haven't got to it later on like the world is in peril The big doomsday is coming, and you can go off to Golden Saucer, the fun park, and go play on the snowboarding arcade.
1: The motorbike game, and go bet on the chocobos, and yeah, screw the world, I'm going to fucking gamble all my money away.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, They they actually... They they showed the pinball scene. That's like ten different mini games you're gonna be have access to, and it looked like it might tie into some like mobile stuff that they're doing as well. Like that was that looked kind of cool to me. So.
1: Yeah, because that's that's that what was, they said about they said about that. Didn't know about uh, they was doing some mobile game. I missed that mm-hmm. to be honest, but yes, hmm. yes. There's,
2: so that's what we kind of jumped straight into the demo. There were a few other things they announced. I kept hearing saying that they announced fifteen things, and I couldn't. I reckon they were doubling up on some things. Yeah, like, I, I saw the- like four or five. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, they were the way they had it split up was like, okay, like here's a trailer, and that was one thing, and here's a game some yeah, gameplay, yeah, yeah. and mm. that's a second thing, right, and then okay. like there was one that you know, um, the there was one for the movie, the CG movie that they've announced, oh. with all of the Hollywood actors, which looked pretty slick. I, I can't wait for that.
1: Um, I'm really looking um, forward to it. There was that.
0: another one for the for the anime that they did that they released again, the Night of, which was also pretty cool. F- which yeah, is the first episode. The yeah, the first episode. The first episode out, like, it. isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I need to go watch that.
0: I've um, heard it. I've heard it's very well animated and looks really cool. So I, I will probably try to check it out at some point. But like, I just I've tried and I just don't get into anime that much. So. <laughs> gonna do? Yeah, fair
2: enough. I love um, the
3: anime.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: the only I just wish I had more time to watch um, yeah because
1: I like anime as well just, just uh, off topic we're talking about anime I love anime style music I'm going to see Babe Metal with Wembley tomorrow woo that's all I've got to say end of that one
2: you can carry <laughs> on did you find someone to go with you
1: yeah I forced the wife the wife's going now nah. she's not happy about it <laughs> nice. there you go <laughs> so I don't like that Japanese anime metal <laughs> like well you're coming you're not letting me go to Wembley on my pissing own <laughs> she'll like it she'll
3: enjoy herself she won't um um yeah the
1: film I honestly like super excited for the movie like it looks awesome and to expand that world as well like they're not doing it it's gonna run co-hit like alongside it to open that that world up even more it seems like they've put a lot of stuff into this world well it has been 10 years so (laughs)
0: <laughs> what's what
2: my how do i say it i think it's really cool as well like i love that there's all this detail and, and that enriching of the world mm. like the only other final fantasy that has done this is final fantasy 7 yeah and that's come after the fact and so it, i guess it could be a little concerning that they're kind of pushing and force forcing all this content this is just me being kind of like devil's advocate uh negative yeah. nancy um just to sound you guys out because we don't know that we're going to enjoy it yet we're very hopeful and it looks good and we're pretty sure we're going to have fun with it but yeah it seems i guess you could see it's quite presumptuous that (laughs) giving us all this content when we don't even we haven't even experienced the main game yet what do you guys think?
0: I think this ties into the big thing that you have in our notes about it. Um, like they 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 need to sell mil- ten million copies oh, yeah. of this game to be able to make up for the development history, and to do that you have to do. Press announcements with Lena Headey and Aaron Paul, (laughs) and you have to do movies and you have to do anime. Like you're, they're they're going on all fronts to sell as many copies of this game as possible. Like that's the that's the only reason that they're they're doing all of this. I mean, obviously they care for the product and they want to be creative and they want to have that vision and create this world. But at the end of the day, they this development has gone on i looked this up i didn't realize that like this game has been in development a long time <laughs> yeah. and I, I, 10 years i don't know man. if you know
2: Jeremy this game was final fantasy 13 versus originally
0: mhm i didn't know that until i started until this week but yeah that's that's nuts to me yeah they they were supposed to
2: yeah. be it was supposed to be like a follow on wasn't it
1: was in the same was in the same universe
2: yeah but it was supposed to be a, like a um yeah another game and it was supposed to be Because the 13 Original 13 Was supposed to be brighter This was supposed to be Darker and grittier mm. um, And it was Whereas Final Fantasy 13 Was quite bright And vibrant And this was Yeah it was supposed to be A darker version of, of a Final Fantasy game And yeah Just keep getting pushed back Back and back <laughs> well the, the main problem was is they were making it for
1: the ps3 and then they got the dev kits for the ps4 and they went mm, we could probably make this game better if we put it on ps4 so they scrapped yeah. pretty much everything they'd made for the ps3 and started porting it
2: over to ps4 <laughs> so it's just like yeah there were trailers and everything some of the yeah. early trailers are really cool like it was this real corporate um almost like the final fantasy 7 shinra kind of feel yeah. to to the trailers and and they've got a little bit of that still in it. Like I really like seeing the city at the end of this demo, the platinum demo, where it's still this real wacky fantasy world. But there's like skyscrapers and and tall office buildings like we would see in any mate like any city and on our, on Earth. Yeah. Like it's I think that's just fascinating how they've kind of merged the two together. Well, that, that's what that's what they call it, didn't they?
1: They call it a fantasy based in reality. It's yeah. It's quite cool. It's. <laughs> The only thing like you were saying about uh, the ten million copies sold, like there was a part in the notes here that they, that, yeah, they basically said they need to sell ten million coffee, co- ten million copies to make its investment. Jeez. Coffees, yeah, Jesus Christ, ten million coffee, Jesus is, <laughs> damn, it would take over the world. But no, they basically said uh, the only other game in the series who has sold ten million copies is Final Fantasy VII, which has sold eleven million copies across PlayStation. PSM re-release PC and iOS versions that's only just sold 11 million on all them platforms that's worrying there's no way there's no way there's they're no going to sell 10 million copies <laughs> well, of this game
2: no way uh, well that's, that's why they've got these collector's editions we're selling at a high price <laughs> um, but uh, yeah I think they've kind of resolved I'm pretty sure they know that they're not going to straight away I think this is an investment in the franchise and the series they might take a hit on it they must know they're not going to make money. Or, like,
1: yeah, Maybe that's why they decided to finally make Final Fantasy 7 because they need to make some money back somewhere.
2: <laughs> Easy money.
0: That's exactly what they're doing, yeah, right? That's, I mean, that's, t- that
1: totally, the- when I saw this, that totally came straight into my head. I'm like, that's why they greenlit Final Fantasy 7. It's absolutely. Yeah, that's work. the reason.
0: Like, it's been since because that, that game came out in like ninety eight. So we're talking like twenty years ago, almost twenty years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the reason that they're doing the remake when they're doing it. It's strictly to probably make up for this game's development cost. Yep.
1: And I, I truly, so, in my heart, I do believe that one hundred percent.
2: Is that a bad thing?
1: <laughs> Possibly not. No, no, but that's that. Uh, that, that That's obviously not the point I am trying to make. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Ho- Hopefully. They don't just rush it out, and it's the game we want it to be. Both of them, fifteen what, and seven.
2: <laughs> what the, well, from what I know of these, the developers and the, the directors and the producers of Find, the Final Fantasy series, they haven't. they're insanely creative and passionate people. Yeah, um, and they they love these worlds that they create, right? And so I I, I don't think they could. To, it may not be as good as we'd like it as fans, but I. They're going to put their heart and soul into it, um, and Square Enix seems to allow their developers the freedom, unlike other sh- companies we've we've dealt with recently. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, yeah, I think it's going to be good. It might be it might be a business decision, but there's no reason a business decision can't be lead into a good game. Yes. No, I,
0: uh, so I, uh, in, in the middle of all of this Final Fantasy talk, we had a question from um, our boy Chris Moser from the Chop Chain Podcast. It's um, that it's your boy. <laughs> that I wanted to include here because I thought it would fit better as we're talking about Final Fantasy, um, as opposed to at the end of the show when we, the yeah, absolutely, answer mail. Um, so I'm, I'm going to read. He asked us like five or six questions. So thank you very much, Chris. We appreciate that. Um, First, one he says, um, Hey boys, I got some questions for you if you're going to be talking about Final Fantasy 15, So, first, what's your favorite Final Fantasy and why?
2: Mm. It's just all say Final Fantasy 8 to keep Chris happy. Do you know what? <laughs> <laughs>
1: My answer to this question is going to fucking piss so many people off. My favorite, right, is Final Fantasy XIII. <laughs>
0: Yeah. That's the, from Tom what I understand, reads. that's a very controversial opinion.
1: It is, it is. I fucking love that game, man. I, I don't know whether it's because when I played it, I was going through sort of a bit of a time in my life that was a bit bit fucking shit, and that is the game I turned to to sort of get out of my hole, and I had this beautiful world. I, not, and it was a very linear game, yes, but I, I loved the characters and the world and the colors and the brightness, and it helped at that time of my life so I have a real fondness to that game and I've spoken to CJ at Twin Humanities about this quite a lot and I hold a real affinity with that game and I have a lot of fond memories of it so yeah 13 is my favourite yeah, nice it definitely looked good <laughs> oh it's beautiful absolutely by far the best looking game at that time it was stunning
2: it it's probably still holds up compared to a lot of games especially those cutscenes. yeah beautiful Absolutely beautiful. Right. Um, yeah, so hey, I, I, did, I didn't fall in with 13 that well. I only, I mean, to be honest, I only tried it for, like, two hours, and it was like, too many long names, can't remember them, and gave up. I, just, I, was, too bu- I was too busy at the time. Um, I didn't have the time to play. Um, I think I was, during, I was doing at university and had mm. exams and stuff, so I was just like, I can't invest. And, and, and I hadn't played 12 because I was, wasn't was playing games around that time, and so I kind of had missed missed my... The glory days of Final Fantasy Seven and Eight and Nine, and so yeah, just hard to get into. I need to go back and try it because I have no doubt it's a good game. It's just it just wasn't for me at the time. Um, But your love for it, Cliff, makes me want to play it. Um, So I've been thinking about picking it back up. I will say it it,
3: it,
1: it, is is very linear. It is it is very kind of like Ten, but and the combat system's a bit odd. But I liked it. I. Once you get into that combat system, it can be very deep. Some of the battles, if you're not using it correct, it is auto attack because the battle system's all about the paradigm shifting rather than your attack stem. So you need to concentrate more on that than worrying about what your attacks are. You're worrying about how you're setting up your parties in battle, during battle, when to switch paradigms and stuff. So, But a lot of people are like, oh, well, uh, there's no point in me picking attack, magic, blah, because it does it for me. Yeah, that's not what you need to worry about. It's the other stuff.
2: Yep. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. I may try because it works on Xbox One now. So I, I may I may try and pick up a cheap copy. Oh, you can get him so cheap now. So worth it. Like uh, CJ picked
1: it up, I think, for like four pound. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> he's just
2: yeah, it's awesome. All right. Well, well, I'll, I'll endiv- I've got enough games to play, but I just sold off a few, so I've, I've freed up my <laughs> my. Um,
0: <laughs> so you've got enough room got for a ninety-hour RPG in your in your yeah. schedule. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: With only a week and well, like, a half of Dark Souls. Come on, man.
2: <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll, I'll finish Dark Soul I won't do it straight away but I'll, I'll endeavor to try it just just for you Cliff and CJ okay. um, but for Crit I, I would say Seven's just is always my go to like mm. hearing seeing those trailers and hearing that Final Fantasy music like that opening Midgar scene just kind of just gets me so excited oh, the music. <laughs> I just want to go back and play oh, the music is like, so good <laughs> I, I would have bought the, the re-release on PS4 if I um, if I didn't have heaps of other games to play that I needed to get through, but you kind <laughs> like, of have got it anyway now, haven't you? Well, yeah, I do. <laughs> but, um, I've been avoiding games because I know I'll just start and I'll just get I'll get all the way up to like this two before realizing I haven't played anything else and I've <laughs> got nothing like, to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> so I've been kind of refraining. Um, so I'd say seven. I really I did really like eight. Um, I enjoyed mm. eight the second time through more. Yeah. And this, this is not just to keep Chris happy. I like... Uh, <laughs> I it's a great game. Actually, It is a great game. Um, the mechanics were confusing as a kid. Um, how old would I have been when it came out? I don't know. As a teenager. It was... The first time through, like with this junctioning, it kind of was a bit... took a while to get used to and work mm-hmm. it out. Um, but then I went and replayed it like a couple years later. And when you understand it, it's really easy to make yourself real powerful. Um... And it worked it was really cool knowing how it works and then kind of just stomping the game a little bit. I think a friend of mine, actually, I think it's eight, he bit the game without levelling up.
1: Yeah, you can. It, there's a certain enemy like in the very first starting area and you can junction out of him a certain spell and just get like a bazillion and then you can do that do this and just really make yourself super, uber powerful. Because
2: I think what he did, he... um. Because you, you only get experience, in Final Fantasy VIII, you only get experience points from normal enemies, bosses you don't, mm. and so he he just ran away from every fight, uh, just, yeah, junction, magic, wherever he could, and then that, that's what makes you powerful, so levelling is kind of pointless, which is a shame, uh, because RPGs, it should be about levelling up, and he was just still powerful enough at the end to, to, to finish the game with the junctioning by the end of the game, which is kind of fascinating, Um mm-hmm. But yeah, I was saying, I was saying, Chris, the other day, to, to beat the last boss of final Fantasy Eight, I had to like murder my own players. <laughs> 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 G- Jeremy, I don't know if you know that like the final boss, it's like a, there's like timeless order. <clears throat> I guess just a little bit of spoilers, spoilers. Um, for a 15 year old game. <laughs> you have your party, you have your party of three, just like final Fantasy Seven, but at the final boss it randomly chooses your party for you, and like. I do not care about all the other characters I had my main three and that's all you worry about junction living up and so when you get in there you're like what I don't want to use these other characters and so instead of trying to spread my my abilities thin I just would just get in there and then when the um the wrong person was there I would just attacked them myself and killed them <laughs> <laughs> kill off all the ones I didn't want and so I had my main three and then just kill, waste the boss that is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I, I'd definitely say seven would be my favourite. Again, a huge fan of nine. Um I liked I liked the light heartedness, but then how dark the actual overriding and underlying yeah. story is. Um it's very joyful looking compared to the, the other two, the previous two. But um it's there is a, it's very, very sad and and dark the story.
0: So um just Jeremy, by default, I've have only finished one Final Fantasy game. <laughs> that was Final Fantasy X. Um, so I guess that's my favorite because I finished it. <laughs> um, I don't know you. I've, I've that. only no. no yeah, on. I, that's the only final. Yeah, that's the only Final Fantasy game I played, and um, it, it was it was cool. Like I liked that game. Um, it was it was fun. I don't know. I think it came at one of those like you were talking about with thirteen. I wasn't going through any kind of stress or anything. I just had like a whole lot of free time on the weekends like i wasn't mm. really doing anything so i just could zone out for 10 or 12 hours a day and that's what it's kind of what that game takes like it, that was a long game yeah i'm um i haven't gotten very far into my seven playthrough like i haven't gotten further than what's up on my youtube um so i will get back to that <clears throat> probably are you, are you, not before dark souls 3 <laughs> comes out are you enjoying it though have you enjoyed what um, you're playing so far? yeah absolutely yeah i've, I've, I've been i'm enjoying it. it's, it's, Looking at it nowadays, it's kind of goofy, but like hey. you, I can tell the systems are a lot of fun, and like it's it's kind of fun. Like the story that they're doing is something that even even back then I can remember what I was doing with video games and that kind of stuff just wasn't being done. Like that that was that was some cool stuff. Uh, and then I've tried twelve, um, and I didn't I didn't click with twelve. I don't know what it was. I think I was just kind of moving into more action oriented games at the time, and I just I didn't didn't click with it. Um, and I kind of similar to Vader, I. Gamefly 13 and played it for about an hour and was like, eh, I'm good. (laughs) This is not for me. And I sent it right back to Gamefly. So, uh, Chris's next question says, if you don't have a favorite, what is it about final fantasy 15 that's drawing you in? And I think we did a pretty good job of answering that one already earlier. um, then he said, "Do you like or dislike its move away from traditional JRPG mechanics?" And um, for me, I will definitely say like because <laughs> I'm mm. not much of a JRPG guy in general. So, like, if you if you're not doing that, if you get me more into action combat like the demo had, I'm I'm all in. What about so, you, Vader? Are, are you liking that?
2: Well, that's what's interesting. I think that's what led me away from not getting into 13 is because um, I liked 10. But it wasn't, it, I didn't enjoy it as much as the previous 2 or 3. Um, and and it's kind of gone more and more action-y. And I was just like, ah, it's not the same. And I, I didn't like that. But I I guess if my game tastes have evolved over the years, getting into more action-y games and things and whatnot. I, I'm kind of liking what they've done with with doing with 15. Like, I can get into it. Whereas I just couldn't get into 12 or or, or 13 um so i didn't like that they were going away from the traditional turn-based jrpg but now i'm kind of they've gone so far now that i think i'm okay with it does that make any sense like yeah uh, yeah that's yeah that's my thoughts on it take it take it yeah i don't know what about you cliff (sighs) Hmm.
1: Hmm. my uh, opinion is yet to be formed that's, that's that's all I can say. Really, I'm really like on the fence at the minute. I I lo- so you've
2: you've liked you've liked the more action-y... Um, I
1: I did. Ac- I liked Duske. I like this one. Not too keen on the D-pad weapon switching.
2: Uh see that's that's what's we'll,
1: you. yeah. We'll we'll see how the demo goes. The main game because they did say there's going to be two lots of control types to make the game easier or harder. So we'll see. We'll see
2: yes but in general you like you don't mind the actiony uh, no as
1: long as as long as it's it's implemented right uh, I can't see a problem we can't hold on to turn base forever and if they want to bring more people in they need to move away from that turn based system I think and they need to if they're going to sell 10 million copies they need to bring in as many people as they can so <laughs> <laughs> yeah no yeah. doubt
0: <clears throat> And then uh, the next question was: um, Finally, what are your favorite JRPGs in general? And um, I have to go old school when I answer this. And I think like probably, and it's one of my top ten games of all time. I, it's probably Chrono Trigger. Like that's the JRPG that like clicked for yeah, me the cool most on. as as a kid. And like Chrono Trigger is a game that isn't too terribly complicated, so I can like I can literally play that game once a year, and I usually do. I usually pick it up on an emulator or something and just run through it real quick. And it's I just don't ever, like, the music in that game as good. Um, and if you haven't, by the way, like, hit me up on Twitter sometime, and I'll tweet you some uh, Wiz Khalifa joints where he sampled Chrono Trigger songs and his t- raps, and it's fucking great. I love that <laughs> shit. Um, and I just, I I really like that game. That's probably my favorite JRPG of all time.
1: <clears throat> what about you, Vader? That's,
0: um...
2: I've got a kind of a few for different reasons. Xenogears is probably, is very up there. It came at a similar time to Final Fantasy 7. Is it a year after, maybe? Mm. Might be a year after. Mm, yeah. But Xenogears, uh, Chris, he's got it. He's he's uh, Instagrammed a picture of it, and I, and he, but he still hasn't played it, uh, or hasn't played much of it. Um, very, very deep storyline, mental, like, crazy stuff. Like, yeah, it's awesome. Um, there's big robots. <laughs> it's oh, it's the same same creator as uh, that. What Zeno? What's that game just came out?
0: Z- Zeno Clash.
2: No, the yeah. Wii U one. <laughs> Zeno, Blade. No, uh, Zeno Blade Chronicles. So yeah, yeah. Chronicles. Yeah, it's the same. Sorry. It's the same concept as as that. It's the oh, same right, developer okay. um, or same same creator director. uh Different, different world but similar kind of setting like the Xenogears starts off and it's it's about humans uh, on a mass exodus from from Earth and these giant arc ship things oh, and cool. um, they end up crash landing on a planet <laughs> and, <laughs> and kind of the human cycle starts again, it's very b- biblically based so there's like um, they talk about this there's, there's 12 apostles um, that these kind of overseeing beings that you learn more about as the game goes on and they're kind of just creepy um there's like the the history of the world like the what you actually see and learn about is like way back and so basically the uh, humans start again on this planet and so it has your kind of your adam and eve and your cain and abel stories um that happen and that's part of the actual history of the game it's it's, it's mental like it's so good um yeah um and so they've kind of redone xenoblade chronicles is the same kind of concept crash land on on a on an alien planet and society has to rebuild but done in a very different way. But yeah, so that would be one of my favourites. Um, and um, oh, you've got Secret of Mana, you've got Shining Force 2. Oh, um, there you go, you just so, said mine. What? <laughs> What's your Secret Sh- of Mana? Uh,
1: Shining Force 2, man.
2: Oh, you're a huge I don't know you're a huge I'm a huge fan of that.
1: Yeah, I used. I, that was like one of the first JRPGs I played when I had it on the, the Sega Mega Drive. And oh, I spent yeah, just forever playing that game such a cool game yeah i was watching i watched i was watching yours you were an odin's playthrough the other day actually oh nice <laughs> yeah i yeah I, I spent so much of my childhood playing that game is awesome so good
2: yes yeah. exactly the same with me um it like now i just love it love the music just as, as you said jeremy with uh chrono trigger like just love the music of shining force and just Get really excited every time I see it. I just can replay those fights over and over again, and the and the set battles. So it's you can memorize them and you know the 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 strategies to beat them. And for those who don't know, it's a term, but it's a tactical RPG, strategy RPG. It's kind of like your Fire Emblem, but very simple. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah, it's good. How many times do you think you finished um, it?
1: Do you know? Not not a huge amount probably four or five maybe
2: yeah I, I, yeah i've done that, at least that as well yeah hmm. so what, what cliff was saying i mean I'm, i actually introduced odin to it so me and odin are going through and playing it um or he's actually playing most of it by himself um and we did a quick video just hanging out and, and teaching him some mechanics and how it works yeah it was cool
1: i enjoyed that actually i enjoyed watching that it's cool seeing uh someone sort of of that age learning to play it again because I think, oh, I can't. I must have been about 10 or 11 when I played it. I think,
2: yeah, yeah, I'd have been yeah at age yeah. Of not 10, nine or 10. Yeah, so cool. <laughs> <sighs> All
0: right, do you want um, to say? No, no. I was just gonna read uh, Chris Chris's last question, which was, "Or wait, no." no. He said, "Okay, I <laughs> didn't I didn't read this in time." But he was saying, "After what's your favorite JRPG is?" And he said, "I know Dark Souls is technically a JRPG, but you know that's not what I mean." <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it would have been totally Dark Souls, right? Um, yeah. And then he signs off with, uh, "It's your boy Chris, aka Big Daddy Chomp." And um, <laughs> that's a pretty good that's a pretty good segue because. Chris was named Big Daddy Chomp, and uh, Nintendo's new iOS and Android app that I've been having an absolute blast with over, since it was released, um, I guess just yesterday, right? Like, that's crazy to me. But um, yeah. the app is called Tomo, and it's a social network by Nintendo, which is like the weirdest thing that I've ever heard coming out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> it's surprisingly good. Like, <laughs> I had no idea what to expect from this thing. And the description of it sounds kind of weird and basic. Like you, you make your me, uh, which is kind of looks like the same kind of stuff you've been doing since the Nintendo Wii days. And then um, you, the system prompts you for questions and gets you to answer these questions. And then your friends from various social media can comment on your answers or um, give you hearts. And then. There's an economy tied into all of that so that the more you answer or the more you interact, the more coins you get. And you can use coins to buy new clothes for your me or to play games and things like that. Um, What what do you guys – do you guys like this? Like I know you both joined yesterday because we've both been interacting. But I think I was the one that like went full on deep in. (laughs) (laughs) Drank all of the Kool-Aid and got crazy into it. (laughs) Because I'm, I'm in love with this thing. I think it's hilarious.
2: So, same as you. I, I When I first heard it announced, I was like, what are they playing at? These guys are just lost touch. <laughs> but just typical Nintendo. Like, they managed to just pull something out of, that, out of the hat. Like, it's yeah. it actually yeah, is quite funny. I've actually really enjoyed getting to know some of the, the Twitter boys uh, that we kind of communicate with. And it's kind of forces you to learn more about people. Yeah. Because um, it's like questions you'd never ask. <laughs> and then you get the... The the CJs of the world who just answer crazy riddles. <laughs> I love his answers. They're so fucking awesome. I he love. is just
0: he 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 has sold this thing on me so much. And, um, oh man, it's just so good. Like seeing his responses and his comments are just insane. <laughs> the I need best. to bring one up so I can read one live. <laughs> Hold the on, best. Because he's, he's got a he's got some that are just insanely funny. That I oh, I love him so much. <clears throat> But are you, did you guys, um the one weird thing that I found was like you can't just add friends like I would normally expect. Like you can't just add, No. like number one, it doesn't pull from your Nintendo friends list, which is dumb because I have some people on my Wii U list that I would probably like to do this with. And uh Number two, you can't add friends directly. Like you can make a QR code with your me, but that just adds your me to somebody else's phone. It doesn't let you partner up and ask questions and trade stuff back and forth like you can normally. You have to be... Mutual followers on either Facebook or Twitter, which is a weird limitation for a social network.
2: There, well, yeah, it is. A bit well, I guess it's using a current infrastructures, which kind of makes sense in some ways. Uh, you can do face to face. So if you meet someone personally, you can um, use the tap. I'm, using, I'm looking at it now. Tap the same symbol at the same time as your friend. So if you're in the same location as someone and you there's four. There's uh, hearts, spades, diamonds, and clubs on the screen. And if you both tap it at the same time, then you become friends. That's <laughs> yeah, that's, that sounds impossible. So <laughs> fucking strange. That is the most
1: obtuse thing I've ever heard.
2: What the hell? That's See, I, I thought it would just do like a, a Bluetooth pairing kind of thing or something like that. Because even, <laughs> even the Nintendo uh, the DSs and stuff have like pass-by technology. I'm sure the phones could do something similar with Bluetooth.
0: Well, even, I mean, like, Spot Pass is cool if you happen to live in an area that's, you know, populated with a bunch of people walking around with 3DSs, but, like, n- Nintendo has always used friend codes for this stuff, and I've always thought friend codes were dumb, and now the very first time that, like, a friend code would be useful, like, they don't do it. <laughs> it's, it's just mind-boggling that they get the internet so right and then just fuck it up at the same time. It's Nintendo. I just wanted to point. crazy
2: shit, though. <laughs> I just want to point out, uh, Cliff, Hello. I'm still waiting for you to approve my friend request. I haven't got one. <laughs>
0: Drama. I
2: haven't received one. A death note with your little cool hat. I haven't received Awaiting one. Waiting friend approval. Seriously, I haven't received one. <laughs> I might have to cancel it and resend it.
0: Sometimes sometimes you have to go to like your friends, friends. list and then like refresh that, that list. Oh, yeah, um, there
1: it <laughs> were It wasn't there before. <laughs> Seriously, it didn't pop up.
2: Um, the... The suggested friends does as useful though, to, to kind of counteract what you're um, you've been saying a little bit, Jeremy. At least it has kind of network friends. Like there's a bunch of people on here um on my suggested and I don't think I know I don't know them from Twitter. But they uh um Yeah, and, and if you, if you click on them
0: Yeah, if if you click on them, like their Twitter icon will come up if you're friends with them. But mm. if it's just like a friend of a friend of a friend, and I have some people like that too, it'll just be like their nickname or whatever, so like you just have no idea who they are. Um like, I think I have Josh Garrity from Tr- Cannon Rents on, the, on my phone. <laughs> like, I think it's that dude, but I'm not sure if it's the same Josh. It well, that's, looks that's exactly the, like him.
2: <laughs> that's the part of the problem. Um, I've got, like, a, I've got a Gav and a Gav W. And I think Gav W is Gav Weir from uh, Cannon Rents. That's where he's from?
1: No, no um, Gav Weir's from the You Die blog, isn't it? U yeah,
2: die, that's yeah, it, yeah. 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 Sorry, all these UK guys (laughs) to mingle in all the different podcasts, I get a little confused. Um, And I think I've got, on my suggested list, I've got a Sean, and I'm I'm guessing that might be Sean Bell from Midnight Resistance Mm. and being mutual friends with like Paddy and and CJ and stuff. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. So, Um, speaking of CJ, um, the question was, and I just want to read this because, God, this cracked me up so much. The question was, um, what's your favorite food? (laughs) And he responded, "I like ready salted crisps, especially kettle chips. Crunchy, munchy, munchy, munchy. Better turn the sound up on the telly." And I made a I made a comment about the telly needing to be turned up, and he said, "Um, the crisps are like the sound of tiny skyscrapers falling to the ears of reasonably well-adjusted insects and or small rodents." <laughs>
2: Is he already had I fucking World class surgical drugs Oh man <laughs> oh, CJ my God.
1: CJ I fucking love you dude you is you, just so <laughs> awesome the, oh,
2: the dude is just So awesome This is why I love we the dude should, <laughs> should we, This episode needs to be called CJ love then oh, <laughs> Seriously <man>.
3: right
1: <laughs> Seriously like If you're friends um, with him on Tomo, Go and check out his answers They are the best things You're gonna read Like He will keep me amused on there For a long
3: time
2: I haven't worked out, like, you can see people's answers, but you can pay candy for
0: people's answers, which is a little odd. <laughs> like, well, so talk, you, you can, um... So I, I think I finally got it today, because if you just do, like, the... Like, if you go to your room and you just... Your dude is, like, you know, talking about people or he's thinking about somebody, you can get their answers for free, right? Like, you can just go get all of their yeah. answers. But if you have a lot of friends and you want to see someone's specific answers, you have to, like, use candy. And candy is something that you can earn through the little... Mini game that they have in there and through some various other things as you complete challenges or, or what have you. Um, by the way, I'm a level five elite friend, just so you know. I don't know what your guys' level is, but I'm an elite friend Whoa. now.
2: Ooh. <laughs> so, we all know you're more popular than me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am in the Upper Mitomo community. Just want that to be said.
1: <laughs> upper Mitomo community. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, is that gonna be a
2: thing? Are we, are we gonna make that a thing? He just, <laughs> oh, absolutely. You just, just did. He just, did. <laughs> just did. And I'm level one still. No one's my friend. <laughs> I don't even I, I know who I am. I wore I my. Don't think,
0: um. Oh, look. Go ahead. I'm thinking about uh, Cliff.
1: Hello.
2: I'm thinking about you. Are you? Why, well, me is. That's a bit yeah. odd. <laughs>
0: Hello. Um, Sorry, I'm
2: playing with it while we're talking.
0: (laughs) The easily the best part of this app, though, for me, has been the Me Photo thing, which oh wow, for a long time in these various games they let you um, like take pictures of your Me, but for some reason this one is way more advanced than I've ever seen. Mm. And Nintendo did the brilliant thing, and I can't believe they did it, of allowing you to put your own backgrounds in, so so you can pull a picture from your camera roll and use it as a background, which. I've already seen like weird, not safe for work stuff already. But like, if you go on any of our Twitter feeds, like, you, you'll see, um, like I've done some Dark Souls ones, we've done some for the podcast, the Chomp Chain Boys have done some for the podcast. Um, our, a, a, you know, like the very one, loyal listener, Jacob's Tallbox, that's uh, so cool. Uh, did, the, did one the one with of, the three of us in Firelink Shrine, that's like, oh, that's, that's amazing. so
2: good. Yeah, that needs that needs to be the episode art. I reckon. So
0: absolutely. I was going to try to do one of Final Fantasy 15 with the three of us in the car, but yeah, we can we can do that one too. Like, but the me photo thing is just fucking brilliant, y'all. I'm I'm in love with it. Like, I've 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 made so many of them that I haven't put on Twitter because I'm afraid I'll lose followers because I'm spamming that so much.
2: You yeah, see, the only one I did, I put my little me into a, a grey shirt and brown slacks and took a picture and saying, here comes the tax accountant. <laughs> <laughs> it's financial year end for me and it's all about tax. Uh, um, yeah, that's,
0: um, oh, I just did my taxes the other day. I should have I asked you for some help.
2: <clears throat> American taxes are weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's good, it's a lot of fun this game. And I just just so for um for the listeners, um, the best thing that Clifford likes about cats is they taste good in stir fry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where are you eating your stir fry at, Cliff?
1: Uh, <laughs> have you ever been to London yeah. Chinatown? <laughs> I have not, no. <laughs> well when you do you'll probably eat some cat. <laughs> yep. Uh dear. There was another one that they, they asked me, uh, "What do I? What am I into? And what do people recommend I doing?" And I've, I, I answered, "Smoking dat crack gets you real high. Good." <laughs> <laughs> There's just too many opportunities for just funny answers on this thing. Silliness. I don't yeah, know if you little, noticed. My only
0: is thinking of Chris Mosier right now. Let's see what Chris is thinking about. <laughs> I lo- I love this thing. You can just go see what people are thinking about. <laughs> that is so awesome. Uh, Chris said his favorite food is the souls of fallen and dead <laughs> that you crush in your palm. <laughs> Hold on, I can see. if um, – I wonder if I can go back because we haven't we haven't talked about it yet, but. Um, you can actually hear your... The, you can make your me have a voice and it does the little robotic speak back, which yeah. is just hilarious. He's so weird. Let me see if I can get that on mic. It'll be weird. <laughs> do, 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 do. Turn the volume up.
3: I asked Chris to guess my favorite and he said, the souls of Fallen Undead. <laughs> that you crush in your pulp. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this, this is Jake, uh, Jake who did our, the Falling Shrine. This is what he says about cats. And this is a very um, relevant to this podcast. Did you guys hear that? No. no.
0: Did he come through?
1: <clears throat> Jesus, he speaks at 100 miles an hour. What the hell is he saying? <laughs> they, they,
2: they said they are hella chill. <laughs> and there's actually a funny story about hella... I was, I was streaming the Platinum demo for Final Fantasy 15 yeah because uh, he couldn't play it because he doesn't have a PS4 so he jumped on the stream and watched, watched me play he asked if I could one of us could stream and I said I would okay um, and I said that that <coughs> does a heck of a lot of damage and he's like you just said hella I'm like no I didn't no, I didn't <laughs> <laughs> he's like ribbing me for like five minutes about saying hella <laughs>
1: It, 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 and, it'll catch you doing it one day
2: well I just want to clarify it's not the word itself is bad it's how it was how the dialogue was said in the game we're not, we're not this
0: off. is you're far too late into far, this, man. Far you can't too pull late. Yeah. This it, it, it's
1: done <laughs> it, it, it's laid out there now <laughs>
0: If I oh, can um Oh I just got a good idea for a Mi Photo. Okay, hold on, let me
1: write that down. <laughs> this, <laughs> oh, Me Tomo is just taking over people's lives. Nintendo they, think, whatever I they've know. done with this, they they've got it right. It's just crazy. It's just it's just silly fun and people like silly fun. You know? Uh it's great, it, but it, as you say, as Vader said, it's a good way to sort of get to know the people, like sort of your friends on the internet, more than you would because you wouldn't normally ask what, what they're like, what they're that, and what they think of cats and this and that. It's just, it's funny. It's great. Oh, excuse me. Well,
0: yeah. I guess. um, I guess we need to move into the next section of the podcast, which is our our, our check in to Salt and Sanctuary, which I know has kind of consumed my gaming time over the last <laughs> several weeks. Basically, since it was released, um, I had already I think I'd already finished it the last time we talked. But um, have <laughs> you guys have you have both of you finished it since then? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess before we start talking about the game, uh, thank you again, Cliff, for joining me on the uh, Duck Spring charity stream uh which ended up raising like sixteen hundred dollars for transactions awesome. at the end of the day which was really cool yeah. um well, no, thanks if, for having if you me You missed that all of that uh, yeah that was that was a lot of fun it was yeah. weird not being able to see the audio at the same or have the game audio and being kind of laggy but i think it worked out really well like having somebody on the podcast or podcast on the stream mm. kind of made it a little bit more interesting um, helps yeah helps push the cheddar along yeah, yeah, it really does. Because there were several times when you when I was fighting a boss, where I was like, "Okay, I can't talk right now. You're like somebody has to talk for me." <laughs> <laughs> um, but if if y'all miss those streams and you you want to see them, um, you can go to YouTube.com, search for Duck Spring, and it should pop right up. All of they they got most of them archived to YouTube. And uh, if you go to my Twitter page somewhere, there's a link to the ones that me and uh, to the two videos that me and Cliff did. Uh, we streamed for about four hours straight, which is the longest I've ever streamed before, and. Uh, I had a really good time doing that. We got all the way into the Tree of Men and we cleared Hagger's Cavern, but we didn't get to the boss. So that was pretty good in four hours starting from scratch, I think.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> OP Hammer.
0: <laughs> oh my god, dude, that O-Hammer was amazing.
2: <laughs> Ridiculous.
0: Yeah. But I want to pick Vader's brain on this because you finished with your magic build, right?
2: Yeah, so uh, last time we we gave... um. Last podcast we gave and Sanctuary a lot of love, and we were like talking about it. We we're all early into it. I think, and um, we were really enjoying it. Um, after that, I started ranting and raving to Julian <laughs> <Drew> Clifford <laughs> about how hard the game is because I just hit the first er- the first few areas were fine, and I did okay. And then I just hit—I think it was in that Kevin you just mentioned—I um, just hit a wall, and I just could not progress. It was just I had a grind for like hours to to level up. And magic just wasn't doing damage on anything. It was really hard. And so it, it became a real struggle with the game. <laughs> um, and so I wasted hours of just, like, dying and just retrying and trying and trying bosses. But then I got to, like, I hit, like, hit another point where it became ridiculously easy. Like, I just, I, I just started melting bosses' points down. Um, there's, a, there's a hidden area, the castle. I actually missed it. Like, the float, it's Mal's floating castle or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd missed it and I went up and it I think that this boss is a kind of a homage to the uh, Moonlight Butterfly in Dark Souls 1 Uh, it's a human version of that (laughs) with butterfly wings Um, but the whole castle area looks very similar to kind of the feel of um, Darkroot Garden uh, the castle the ruined castle section where you fight the Moonlight Butterfly and I literally killed the boss in three seconds nice like uh, I just walked in and just it just melted. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> Melting. Uh, <laughs> because um, I, I, I unlocked a new spell um, called Dragonfire, I think it is
0: Dragon Breath. Where did you Dragon get that from? I've been looking for that.
2: Um, yeah. It, it, and same thing. I, and at this point, I was at I was at the in boss, and I I literally had beaten the last, previous five six bosses in my first kind of go. Like and and some of them were tough and um but magic was being very helpful by this point um was early in the game it wasn't um well some bosses it wasn't very helpful and i'd kind of specced for magic and so now it was actually paying off and and i got to the final boss and i walked in and i just couldn't hurt him like my magic did no damage to him and Mm -hmm. he would just kill me and it was just ridiculous, um, and so I was kind of a bit annoyed at the end of the game, but then I kind of went off and mucked around and explored the whole game again just to find secrets, and I discovered a, some secret places, and I got this new spell, and I walked in, When I finally went back to kill him, and I didn't think I'd beat him. I went in with like 30,000 salt, and I was thinking, I'm going to lose this. <laughs> um, but I went in and honestly beat him in 10 seconds. Like <clears throat> This new spell just completely destroyed him. So Where did you find a spell It <laughs> Um, I, I, need, I need details. <laughs> I, I bought. I bought it. I bought it from a, um, uh, the magic merchant, but okay, I don't. So it must know. be at
0: like a level up thing. So if you probably leveled up your covenant pretty high. So that because uh, my magic merchant is not selling me anything right now. So.
2: Well, see, I yeah, see, I, that, that's from my I head. I found that there wasn't quite enough magic. I had all the magic of the game pretty much pretty quickly. There's a couple of new ones you find later on, but it it seemed like there should have been more. Like I don't think. I got to magic level four, but I haven't seen any level four magic. <laughs> maybe this one is, maybe this is the only one. Um,
0: yeah, I don't I don't want to get into the, the details, but there is a hidden covenant in the game that I think all three of us are well aware of, but um, I don't want to, in case somebody's still playing it, I don't want to just blurt it out. Yeah. But um, And apparently leveling up that covenant will get you access to a new type of magic that's uh, incredibly OP. You, so you I'm, don't I'm even looking have to, forward to that.
2: You don't even have to level it up to get
0: Oh really? It's just available. See, that's that's. I need to get there. I need to get see, there.
2: See, I've I've done that. I've done that. It's a. I guess it's not too much of a. Spoiler. It's a dark wraith type covenant. Um. It, yeah, that's all you need to know. <laughs> it's, it's not really it, This whole game is homage to Dark Souls, and so there's well, there's everything that's in Dark Souls there's some kind of reference to, and that's pretty much. And so this is your dark wraith covenant. Um even the little armor set and I was so annoyed I I I re- I finished a boss and I was low on money when I was playing with the covenant um and I went to and I was bought I was buying There's the armor set you can buy for the covenant and I bought half of it and then I forgot to go back and buy it and I finished the game um and so now it's I'm a new game plus and so obviously I can't buy this armor and i'm like it. uh, mm-hmm. and it's the it's the dark wraith armor your bone bone armor that's oh, <laughs> <really> cool, cool.
0: <laughs> i probably not i'm probably not spec'd for it i'm sure it's like class four or five and i've been ignoring heavy armor and like all three of my playthroughs now so
2: um i don't know i can't remember what it was actually to be honest um i think i could wear it um but yeah it, it, it's cool like there, there, there's there was like hidden mechanics in the game i don't know if you guys even done um which I thought was fascinating, and I kind of messed with them at the end of the game. So yeah, Magic was very hard. It was definitely hard mode to start off with, but by the end, it becomes very powerful. And so I've restarted, and I've killed the first two bosses in New Game Plus, and it's literally, um, yeah, two, three seconds, I, I I just kill the bosses, that first bust the Sword boss, and... Sunken night
0: or the yeah 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 soggy Agreed. night or something
2: like that. <laughs> the <Yeah>. soggy <laughs> night. The, the It's a soggy night, yeah. the it's night. The soaking wet night.
0: Um, <laughs> Y'all remember that Christmas song, right? Soggy night. No <laughs>
2: idea. <laughs> um, and then the second boss, uh, Pinwheel's wife. Uh, Pinwheel's wife. <laughs> <just, laughs> the, the queen of smiles. smiles. <laughs> she looks like Pinwheel. Pinwheel. <laughs> it fully
3: work.
1: is no I I totally agree it's just the uh, the way uh, uh, yeah <laughs> I like that web, what uh, amazing it, it, it's funny though it's just because it's just it's just homage to Dark Souls everything has that connection and I didn't even think about it and I swear it was you that posted it with the picture of Pinwheel next to it and I was just like
2: yeah <laughs> oh yeah. Christ it's, it's my second video of Soul and Sanctuary the playthrough that um, is it yeah yeah well, I, I found it funny how it becomes so normal like uh, you later halfway through the game there, there you get there's brands <laughs> in the game that kind of allow you to traverse the environment so it's, it's got Dark Soulsness, but then you has your um, Metroid yeah. um, and your Castlevania where you learn yeah. abilities um, to kind of get through areas and there's the, the brands and there's one that you get and it lets you walk on clouds um, some clouds and I was like, "Oh, that's that's the um, Blue Sentinel guy," and I think you Cliff were like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> and it's like exactly the same, and like even his dialogue is kind of like mocking the fact that he's a loner and that no one likes him. And I'm just like, I'm sure no one likes the Blue Sentinel guy from Dark Souls 2. Like he's a real <laughs> jerk. <laughs>
1: oh. yeah, I didn't even notice until you pointed it out, and then sort of thinking about it, I was like, actually, yeah, he's fucking pretty much bang on, yeah.
2: He's got the gold kind of armor, he's got yeah. the halberd, um, his dialogue talks about how he's a loner, yeah. <laughs> and no one joins that covenant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, nobody joins that covenant. <laughs>
1: really? That was my covenant for the, my whole entire playthrough of Dark Souls. <laughs> was it really? Yeah.
0: yeah. That's hilarious. Did you ever use it? <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh I, I, you're the loner he's talking about I am I am yep, a bit
1: of a he's loner the, the one loner to, to, to be honest right, this lady's down for Dark Souls I am a bit of a loner when it comes to Dark Souls I don't really summon or invade it's not saying have started. I've really done and I intend to try and change that for Dark Souls 3 <laughs> yeah I wanna I wanna hopefully do some carp with you guys and invade and I, oh, I, I, sure. I wanna change that but apparently there's password matching with no level cap as well so co-op's nice and easy now yeah
2: well to be to be fair and you and you've you've never played a souls game at launch except bloodborne yeah bloodborne only and that, so and that wasn't really your online multiplayer wasn't really a feature
3: then.
1: no and, and the only had the only only time i've ever played co-op on bloodborne was jeremy jumped in to help me kill I can't remember, I think it was Vicar Amelia, when I was getting ready for the DLC, he jumped in and helped
0: it was me. was the DLC version of Vic Vicar Amelia, I think, right? Or was that, was that with Evader that we spent like, an me. hour trying to... Okay, yeah, sorry.
1: Oh, no, no, with me, you helped me kill Vicar Amelia, we jumped straight so in and it was the, like... Because you were saying, yeah, bloody yeah. hell, that was quick, because it was literally like five seconds, password matching, we <laughs> <he> was in... <laughs> The thing I found as well with password matching a bit of advice to out there to anyone password matching if you use really stupid fucking shit it it's quicker because if you use like bob it, a lot of other people can have it so if you use saying really out, out there like I use death d e 4 t h because it's got the number it's a bit different and it tends to pick up really quickly so if you use things that are out the ordinary the the connection picks up a lot quicker Bit of a random advice no,
2: everyone, for you there. Everyone's going to use death and try and get well, into no, yeah.
1: Well, no, I'll change <laughs> it. I'm going to change it now. No. <laughs> but if you use something... Everyone invade
2: Cliff. Yeah, it's the same password he uses for his bank account as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, that's what I mean. If you use obscure words, like it, just a combination of stuff like dairy, sausage yeah, yeah. egg, it, it's completely out of the ordinary and it, it picks up really, really quick.
2: So yeah just random yeah, you, using 1 2 3 4 5 is not going to be that successful cuz I'm <laughs> sure there's lots of people
3: trying right? there. yeah <laughs> oh,
0: dear. oh that was free sorry, sorry. The, was the last all... thing I'll mention about salt and sanctuary Ooh, is uh, yeah, my on. my current plan is I'm I'm most of the way through the game and I'm going to unlock like all of these OP spells I'm hearing about and if they're Actually, as OP as I've been told, I want to record like a boss rush video where you can watch all of the bosses being destroyed in the game plus with magic. <laughs> nice. So I'm, I'm hoping cool. to have that done before the Dark Souls three comes out. So that'll be like my plan for this weekend.
2: <clears throat> That'd be awesome. Yeah. Nice. Um, well, yeah. As I say, I've I've completely destroyed um, a bunch of bosses. So yeah. I've actually I've hit record a bunch of them to show how quick and I just haven't got time to I haven't had a chance to upload them.
0: <laughs> it's tax season, you're too busy for video games apparently. Yeah. I'll see how yeah, this it, is. it was a long week
2: it was a long weekend last weekend for Easter here and I spent half of it or two of the days working for my father in law who owns a tax accounting uh, practice working for him. <laughs> so
0: I spent four days getting drunk <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole idea. Always <laughs> play video games.
1: Oh, so. that sounds awesome! I was I was out with the family the entire weekend. Didn't even turn the PlayStation on once. Yes, hmm. children. Um, if we if, had... if you want to if you want to you oh. keep your life,
3: don't have children, people. <laughs> yeah,
0: seriously. <laughs> <Yeah>, that's <they're> fun. Kids
3: <laughs> yeah. are fun. My
0: sister, my sister had a baby, so the pressure is off of me for a while. I'll just have my two dogs, and that'll be that'll be that. <clears throat> awesome. <laughs> um the last thing we have for salt and sanctuary is um our friend cameron swarbrick who is at night score excuse me at night underscore twitten um sent us a question that said um i dig the origin map and Salton sanctuary's character creation what did you guys think of it also your favorite boss so far um i like the map i wish there was some more explanation of that and i haven't yeah. dug into a lot of the item descriptions but like for those who don't know, you, you basically choose your origin, and that kind of changes your skin color and your eye color. Not necessarily your eye color, but like the shape of your eyes and things like that. Like At one point, I turned into a lizard dude for no reason, <laughs> just yeah. because I was from a different place. Um, I like that, and it's kind of similar to the way that Dark Souls 1 did it, but just without the explanation at all. So that's that was kind of my only criticism about it.
2: Yeah, and they even have, a, as he said, there's actual map and there's regions and there's little icons in each region that you can highlight, and it, it just yeah. didn't seem to play any effect. It just um, changes your skin color. It's literally. Oh, well, it yes. Yeah. Mm. Well, and it, there is it does describe some backstory because there's like the ones I went on one of my characters. I went mm. from the the guys from the north and they're like godless, a nation who who kind of put their their stock and belief in, in the iron and like the blacksmiths <laughs> um and it's kind of cool but yeah it'd be nice to have that fleshed out a bit more in the main game but it might be hidden in there i don't know if you've looked at every time you level up in the skill tree every single icon has a has like an, almost an item description within it which has like lore and story
0: yeah, it's like a passage from the yeah. various creeds, Bibles. Like that's insane. Like, I don't I hope so- somebody out there is like compiling all of that because I'm not going to read through all of that. <laughs> There's
2: the skill. I I've probably have done maybe like one like probably tenth of the skill tree if you're lucky, and I'm like level ninety.
3: <laughs>
2: like the, the
1: skill tree is massive. It is fucking huge.
0: Yeah, it's it's super big. It- I can't. I I really can't wait to get into New Game Plus where you get. Where I can get even more of those gray pearls, so that you can redeem your old skills, so you can take off like your level one swords or whatever, which you're probably not going to use anymore, and then you yeah, get you, the pearl back, so that you I can. I don't put think them you can do that.
2: Else. You can't. I think I tried that, and you've got to you've got to do remove the one above that first to remove the. Um, well then, but, what
0: is the point of? I don't understand what you would be respecting then. I don't understand. Uh, okay, well, yeah, I, you- I don't, I don't get. I don't know why you would... I know you have to have, like, the level 1 to get to the level 2, but I just assumed that once you are at level 2, you could redeem the level No,
1: because it breaks the the chain. You can only take off ones at the end of the chain.
2: Yes and no. You can break the chain, Mm. um, but you can't break the progressive ones, as far as I can tell, because what I've done is... I I wanted light armor, but I didn't want any of the hunter skills, and light armor was through the hunter section, and so I did... I did like the whip and then I did the one past the whip and then I grey grey pearl the, the whip and that was fine. But then what I had to do to get, then, then I had to get whip two and sort of relearn whip one and then whip two to get past it. And mm. then I had to do whip two, I had to did, um, dismantle whip two first before I did whip one. But, so you can break the chain and you can continue past it as long as you've learnt the ability past that one. But you have to go backwards as well through. The, I think I'm pretty sure that's the case with the weapons. You have to go backwards through it. That sounds like a massive chore. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I used it a couple of times. Um, the grey Pearls um and like in those cases because i don't want to waste stuff in but at the same time leveling up doesn't waste because when you level up a level three whip you get three dexterity or something so it's not complete waste the
1: the only thing i noticed i did was like when i wasn't too sure of my build at first i used i put decks in and then i finally realized i didn't need decks so i used those to take out the decks that i would put in and put them on strength that's 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 what i used them for
2: that's one thing that didn't annoy me with the um I I wanted a sword, and so I needed to get a cool magic sword. I need to be sword level four, so I had to push through. But sword gives you strength, so my strength is like like seventeen, eighteen, and like I've got nothing that scales with strength. It's like a, a mm-hmm. completely wasted stat. Except I needed the this, this sword to be able to use my katana, yeah. which is a dex sword. So it kind of it was annoying that the sword, yeah, was yeah, stuck. That was kind of my
0: that was my plan, is to like I was gonna. Because I'm like so high level that I don't need any more magic skills. So I was going to go with the sword so I can play with some of the magic swords they have. But I was just going to go to level four and then redeem all the stuff on the way to it so that I wouldn't have to worry about it. But it's kind of lame if you, if you can't do that. I, I don't know. I'll have to play with it some more. Yeah, I may be
2: completely wrong. You might be able to remove the previous level um, weapons, but I, I think that they're, they're locked. Whereas you can remove everything else in between. Like if there's strength on the way, and I did that, I removed a couple of the strengths on the way. That I would have to go through to get to the swords, um, but yeah, it's annoying that the the sword is attached to strength, um, and it forces you. I wouldn't mind if it was like two strength, two decks, because it is a it is a shared ability with strength swords and and dex swords. And, mm-hmm. and but it's it, yeah, it's stuck to strength, and so I have like all these strength points for no point.
0: <laughs>
2: cool. Right. Well, thank but, yeah. you, Cameron, yeah. for
0: writing in, and we, we really appreciate it. We, we love questions. I hope I hope people oh, yeah. at home are, are kind of favorite liking boss. this favorite idea of boss. mixing the the. Oh, favorite boss? We forgot. We forgot. Um, mine's kind of deep into the game. I don't know what I want to say. Like, I'll just say it's the axe boss. Oh yeah, that was, yeah, cool. It was cool. Yeah, 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 yeah cool yeah. boss. Mechanically, mechanically,
1: very yeah, yeah. I kind yeah, of that's, agree, and with that's actually, the reason yeah. I liked it.
0: Mm. Um, other than that it's it was my second one would be Tree of Men again because it's so different than the other ones fuck Tree nah, of that Men boss was a jerk yeah, yeah, yeah fuck him <laughs>
2: <laughs> he was a dick you're wrong Jeremy you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> that guy's an asshole. <laughs>
0: I uh I I enjoyed fighting him the second or third time around. Like I I found it a lot easier once I knew a lot a lot better what what I was doing and yeah. I didn't I didn't die as much. But yeah, I can tell totally, he's a jerk. Like I under like I died a lot to him the first time. I just you know, I appreciate him a lot more in hindsight than I do. I guess than I did when I was fighting him. Final so boss was I, a bit I'm, of
1: a dick as well with his one shot kill with that fucking laser shit. Fuck him.
3: <laughs>
1: the, the, final fight, the final boss yeah I won't say what he is but he's got like a laser attack and he fucking one shot you. it's bullshit fuck him
2: yeah yeah that was dumb and that's the problem <laughs> I was having with him the first time I couldn't do enough damage and he'd kill me straight away yeah. and then when I went back in with my new spell I didn't even have to dodge anything I literally just stood there and
1: he <laughs> died it just melted the daylights out of him uh, awesome cool. I kind of
2: always got a
0: shock I was like oh he's dead <laughs> what happened um um, so, since we're done with Sultan Sanctuary, what, what else have we got to talk about? Well, there's a game that I've, I've
2: heard about recently. Um, uh, too friendly. He's commented before. He's a friend of mine, from local here in Wellington. He's he's he brought it to my attention, and I think this game would be right up your alley, Cliff. Well, um, if he's coming from Too cool.
1: Friendly, he's a, he's a he's a Cthulhu fan.
2: <laughs> yes. <No>. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sinking City. Um, I don't know a huge amount about it. It's still early in development, as far as I know. There are some cool screenshots um, and 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 whatnot. Uh, there is a, there was a demo at GDC, but I haven't seen any footage for it. I haven't looked into it too deeply, um, but I'm intrigued. It is made by this the studio Frogware. Made they made the Sherlock Holmes Crimes and Punishment game. Okay. Um, Which I actually started playing last night. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And they've got another Sherlock Holmes coming out called um, Devil's Daughter? Sherlock Holmes, it's like a follow-on. Yeah. um, Which looks fantastic. Um, And that's coming out in May. But The Sinking City is an open-world detective game based on the Cthulhu kind of concept and Lovecraft horror.
1: I'm literally. Ju- I've got it up on my screen now, like looking at some screenshots and stuff. Oh wow, the imagery is so very Cthulhu. Yeah,
2: it's it looks very cool. It's very dark and gothic. Um, it, but yeah, and the, just the idea of the, the fact that the um, yeah Frogwares. I was right. I, the um, yeah open world detective game. So the the. The Sherlock Holmes games are quite linear, and they kind of um, you have your set kind of sequences and places you go. Whereas this is going to be open world where you can explore and discover the world yourself. And that sounds fantastic! Fantastic.
1: This looks awesome. If it turns out yeah, to be I,
2: what <laughs> it could be, that's that could be really, really up my alley. I knew not know it would be. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm very intrigued. Like I've never been that into like my horror kind of genres. But Bloodborne has kind of done what Bloodborne's introduced me to Lovecraft the same way Bloodborne's introduced you to introduced you to Souls. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's kind of done something the different, which, which is fa- which is fascinating and, and very cool. Um, but yeah, it's um, it'll be bigger than anything we've ever made. This is the uh, the studio who's making it saying. And we feel that opening up, freeing the investigations in a whole city is the right next step for us. We also believe that Lovecraft's universe and the Cthulhu mythos are exactly what we should base our game on. The Lovecraftian Cthulhu setting has been dear to us for years.
3: Um,
2: so yeah, very very interesting. Um, we don't know much about it, um, but yeah, just the whole concept... Um, and so, the only thing I know about them is uh, too friendly. He really, really enjoyed uh, the um, Sherlock Holmes game.
1: Yeah, the Sherlock Holmes uh, game's free, good, man.
2: It was free on PlayStation Plus, and I just got it free on Xbox Live. Um, and so, I just downloaded it, have it on my Xbox, and I saw it last night. And it graphics are good. Uh, the, the concept and the gameplay is very interesting. How they they piece things to how you can piece things together. Uh, a lot of in game mini game puzzle kind of mm. things to connect <laughs> sharks <laughs> brain neurons together to kind of piece uh, clues together it's, re- it's very cool and so I'm, I'm curious to get into it more and c- very curious to see what they do with this game turning into open world
1: oh, I'm actually very yeah. excited oh. about this this looks awesome uh, yeah, I, finally
0: I was able to turn up the screenshots this thing looks pretty cool Yeah, yeah I
3: just, dig
1: this. Oh, just anything like just the, the, that Cthulhu mythos like just I love it so much and like I know, sort of, uh, Dark Corners of the Earth was, it, it was a get rough game, quite rough around the edges, but damn, I loved that game. So, just anything more in that kind of vein, uh, I'm
2: very much down for. Well, yeah, for sure. Um, because even the whole, um, how they've done the Sherlock is very, it's very um, gothic in their in their approach. Yeah. Um, and especially if you haven't seen the trailer for Div- the Devil's Daughter, the next Sherlock Holmes game, it looks very, very Lovecrafty. <laughs> it's so dark and creepy. Like, um, yeah, go check it out if you haven't. Um, yeah, it's good. Awesome.
0: Have you guys uh, ever heard um, Justin McElroy? He does a bunch of podcasts and he works for Polygon. But um, talk about the, the Sherlock Holmes games, Sherlock Holmes games, and the. I think it's the giant bombcast that does the the big E3 stuff. No, I haven't. No. If if you get the opportunity, or you remember, just do a quick search. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. But he tells the most hilarious story about going in to get a demo for a um, Sherlock Holmes game at E3, and it's just like the most just the funniest. I don't even want to try to retell it because it's so funny. I'll I'll fuck (laughs) it up. But like, go go search for it. If I can find it, I'll try to send it to Cliff to put in the short the show notes.
2: Awesome. but yeah so yeah I'll try and report back more on this the, the old Sherlock Holmes game next episode when I've got through it a bit more but so far I've enjoyed it I'm kind of halfway through the first case um so yeah very intrigued been playing anything else anything else yeah um what else song sanctuary we've recovered that um I beat until dawn
3: ooh uh
2: with the with the wife we, we played it all together um D- that was a is a funny game <laughs> I really enjoyed it, and I got into it a lot quicker than I did another game that won't go named <laughs> 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 um but uh, yeah it was frustrating at times um in in what sense cause i don't do, are we okay to kind of get into a little bit of spoiler territory or we don't want to? Kind
1: of hard not to, is yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I don't, We 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 can obviously warn listeners based on Jeremy whether he's uh, planning. Oh no, to I'm play I'm
0: okay. It. Yeah, I've, I'm um. I mean, maybe we can edit in, or if listeners at home haven't you know done the thing, yeah. then maybe they can just skip. If ahead you haven't five played five, it, yeah. If you haven't
1: played yeah. it, skip ahead. Uh, yeah, g- give us five or ten minutes. i if I know I mean, the exact time, I'll put it in the show notes.
0: I'm just gonna guess though, like. If if you if you played the game at all though, like you know that all of the characters can die or all of them can live, yeah. <laughs> like and that's really the only thing you can spoil besides like a thing jumped out of me and I was scared. Like that's pretty much about it. Like the story beats are kind of it's a teen horror movie. Like you should know what's going to happen as soon as you sit down. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Um, mm. There
2: are some yeah, man, twists <laughs> that can be really Yeah, I guess Well, are, are, yeah. Yeah. well that, that's what I found was the biggest the biggest thing was um, there are. It's kind of two stories in this game, yeah. in some ways, or two two horror movies within this one game. Yeah. Um, and that was a little bit of a surprise, but I kind of picked it right from the beginning. See,
1: so you're um, never, I must be really thick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, because the very start of the game, they have the, the creepy kind of guy in, I don't know, in like fire-retardant gear and big flamethrower, and you kind of... And he tries to help the like it looks like they've tried and play it that he's trying to hurt the girls, but he was actually trying to help her um and I picked was like he's not trying to do he's not a bad guy, he's the one who's trying to try and help them, and so I picked that right from the beginning i didn't I guess I must be thick um,
1: this, this is like, this is what I don't get like I love horror films, maybe I just on purposely switch off clever me <laughs> when I'm doing horror stuff so I don't ruin it for myself. <laughs>
2: yes so it was a bit weird and then it gets to a point where like the, the first half of the game is all a lie because <laughs> I was like people kept dying and I was like I'm doing everything right like how can I do anything better this is stupid and I was getting real frustrated and like and then you're kind of like
0: actually no one's dead and you're like what <laughs> Yeah, they, they they pull that trick a lot, which is a, again, like it's a horror movie trope. Like every time you see somebody die and you don't see their body, you can pretty much just expect them to come back at any point. Yeah. <laughs> like well, I think yeah, at well, one point somebody falls off a cliff and I'm like, well, that dude's probably still alive. Like they're acting like he's dead, but he's probably still alive.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah. and But then there's the actual trickery, the movie trickery as well. I'm trying to still not be too spoilery, but I guess we already have.
1: <laughs> are, you, are you talking about the source scene? Yeah, yeah. That I I believe that, and that actually see um oh, I must just switch off. Did did you kind of get that that was bullshit then?
2: Uh I I picked pretty soon after that it was, but then what kind of lost the illusion for me for a while and I kind of I was like kind of annoyed at the game was that you couldn't not do some of the things that they were doing and expect people not to die. Like, I didn't understand, like, one of the girls fell off the the fire tower, Mm. and she was strapped to it. Like, how did she get strapped to that? Who actually tied her to it? I was like, how did that actually work? Like, yeah, I found that a bit weird. Strapped to the Like, you knock down a tower, and you're not trying to kill people, but you are. Like, it's just, yeah, I found that weird. And that kind of brought brought me out of the game. But then at the end, it got me way back into it. Um, And then it went back to your stupid teenage things. Like, we can wait here, but we're safe. Or we can go and try and get out. Don't <laughs> like, no, just wait yeah, here. Um, I think that's the
1: point. Of it, it is. A,
0: it is a very cheesy game. Like, it, right. But, like it's a very. It's
1: supposed to be though. That's the point. It is it, uh, exactly. an homage to silly teen horror. That, that's yeah, what yeah, it's so, intending to do.
2: Yeah. So I did dig it, and in the end, but there was a point at I was frustrated when I wasn't sure what was going on, and people were dying despite doing things perfectly, hitting all your beats perfectly, and you're like, this is kind of dumb, like. I, I got told people could live, but everyone's just dying. And then the twist is that no one's actually dead. Um. <laughs>
1: so how did you finish uh, up?
2: With everyone alive. Everyone survived. You survived. Everyone um, survived. Yeah. That's how I got as well. And and the ending is just like kind of police interviews, kind of set up.
0: Yeah, I, I dug the way they did the ending. Like, I don't necessarily need it to be. Um, like I, I don't need every single one of my decisions to matter on these games like I'm, I don't have that problem with the telltale games either, like where i I need things to t- be dramatically different from based on my decisions. I just kind of like being able to make decisions mm. well um I did cheat I did cheat once all right <laughs> how did you cheat? <laughs> you a pretty like, dirty
2: cheater how did you cheat <laughs> I, turned, I, I was like I just like like home button exit <laughs> the game. No. Back up. No, I was mad at the game because a couple of times, like it, it there was this one. It's like completely. It got to the point near the end where there was no warning, like of things. Like it was like inst- it was like arbitrary decisions that you couldn't foreshadow what the result would be. I think that's supposed like, to be was, the
1: point, though, because it, in real life, yeah. a lot of these decisions you yeah. wouldn't know the goddamn outcome of what you're about to do.
2: No, and that's the point. Is there's this one where you get you're one of the girls. You get split up. You're the the nerdy guy's love interest, mm-hmm. um, and you 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 split off, and you hear you hear one of the other girls that fell down a big hole hours previously, and you haven't seen her since. And you hear her shouting, and you're like you're calling for her, and then you hear this rattle of the thing, and you're like, in real life, you go, "Is that you?"
0: but like there's no option to say hey is that you down there and so i just found that the game but the game the game told you that though like the game it goes out of its way to tell you like that the the weird little critters or whatever i don't remember what they were wendigos maybe that they they can impersonate human voices really well like that was that was their whole thing so you know like Mm -hmm. there's no way for the girl to be down that hole like you saw her earlier like do something else so Like when you hear her voice, like you shouldn't go over there. And I totally did. By the way, I'm not trying to be like get good or anything. (laughs) I totally went over and then opened it up and was like, oh yeah, they totally told me about the thing with the voices. Yeah, so the game does try to warn you. I don't
2: remember the voice thing. I don't actually, honestly, don't remember them saying they can mimic voices because there's no other case where they actually showed that that I can yeah, remember
0: that's the only point in the game yeah. Yeah. I don't and, remember where they, they tell you that but I remember that being a part I guess it's probably it, on one of the collectibles yeah I
1: think he's saying that you pick up because I remember reading that as well
2: and then all like yeah to me she was down there because all I know is she was down in mine and all it was just all dark caves that looked the same <laughs> so I was like she is down here because we know she's down here she fell down a hole but I don't yeah
1: so what would you have done in real life would you have opened that drain and died
2: oh, I would have called out and said, "Is that you?"
1: And what if it can mimic voice? And she said, "Yeah, it's me."
2: Yeah, but if, if it's like any other <laughs> mystical creature like that, that they would say they would only can mimic what they've heard. Like the predator, he can record and play back, but only what he's heard. They can't. They can't say other things they haven't heard.
1: But I suppose they've been alive centuries, so they probably know the English language quite well. I'm just, I'm just playing devil's advocate over here. <laughs> oh, no, I just, just right. wanted you to I'm, say that you'd open well, the chain and lose your head.
2: <laughs> well, they they are humans. Yeah. Well,
1: exactly. Yeah.
2: I, the fact the mimicking her voice is that it's repeating exactly the sound yeah. of it, and so that makes you have had yeah. to have heard her say that sound.
1: Just yeah. Like the predator. <laughs> no, I I, I I do get what you're saying. It's just that the way <laughs> I'm saying it, I I just think, no, I get, get you're saying. Yeah. You, you should have stuck with your decision. I think. I think you should have stuck with that decision.
0: Yeah. So where, did, had, where did you end up on the game? Like, did you? I don't, I don't assign oh, a rating to mm. it or anything, but did you like it at the end of it? Oh yeah.
2: I, I, as I say, it kind of was a bit of a roller coaster, just like the game is. Um I got, I, I was kind of like down on it for a little bit, mm. and then it kind of picked back up, and then, um, I did. Yeah. As I say, I didn't like some of the arbitrary decisions, but it I was a good experience. It was a lot of fun. And It was really fun sharing it, and, and I've heard a lot of people talking about this. It's, it's a shared game that you kind of you share with someone it's a lot more fun when you've got someone like hanging out with you i don't think i've enjoyed it i don't think i'm bothered by myself no mm. no nah, it's just a lot more fun sitting with Dez and not playing it together
1: i really enjoyed it play- i sat headphones on lights off and just played it by myself and i really got in I, yeah i really enjoyed it that way
2: i, I thought you played with your wife I thought you mentioned she had a go with
1: it, or was that another game? No, that was uh, Everyone's Gone to the Rapture, she played with me.
2: Ah, that's yeah. right, that's right. Yeah, now
1: Until Dawn, I played Headphones On, Lights Off, all by myself. Disappeared. As I'm playing the game that I'm playing at the moment. Fucking fuckity fuck. <laughs> it's kind of in the same vein as Until Dawn, actually.
2: Yeah. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> uh.
1: That layers of fear. Yes, I am playing layers of fear. If I of you played it at all.
0: No. I, I've i seen like one video and was like, I don't need to see any more of this because I will play it at some point. <laughs> I just made my yeah. decision instantly, but I haven't had a chance to get to it yet.
1: Uh, well, it, it, it's a, another yeah. walking simulator. I seem to be drawn to these things. <laughs> like I really <laughs> am drawn to these walking simulators because I bought layers of fear and I also bought gone home as well. So I bought two walking simulators in the same evening. <clears throat> but yeah, um, it's in the same vein as Rapture and, all the other games that I play like this, wander around, pick things up, information, shit your pants. Okay. (laughs) This game. I wasn't
0: expecting that third thing.
1: (laughs) Fucking dead. Seriously. Like I'm, I'm a huge horror fan and I, with this game, I cannot predict a lot of the jump scares and it's fucking got me loads of times. And I've actually shit my, literally shit my pants. (laughs) Like, Yeah. The other night, I'd finished playing it, and I was walking around my house, and I was just like,
3: uh.
1: I had to turn all the lights on to go to the loo, because I couldn't walk down the hallway in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, so I don't um, know if I want to play that. I'm too much of a scaredy cat. I've got to say, a huge horror fan I am, and it's pretty scary, because it's supernatural fear. And at the same time, you don't really know what's going on, because you're getting little drips of information as to what the hell is go lay down some like some basics on it basically you you go to your house and it it turns out you're a artist or a painter who's struggling to finish this masterpiece that he's supposed to be painting and as you go throughout your house and trying to finish this painting you you pick up information obviously as the story goes on that something has possibly happened to your wife and child and that's basically all I know, really, at the moment, and <laughs> it's it's drip-feeding the information, because I've only played it for an hour or so. Apparently, you can finish it in about four hours, which is pretty average for one of these walking simulators. So, But, yeah, it's getting more freaky and freaky, and it's like the game's taking more acid the more I play it. If that makes any sense, like I'll I'll go up to a picture and all the pictures will start like melting in front of me, and I'll turn around and I'll be in a completely different place to what I was before, or there'll be something there and more shits melting, and I don't know what. I don't know if the guy's like completely insane or I, gee, I don't know. It's just, it's it's completely got my head going in circles at the minute because I don't really know what's going on because it's it's not giving me all that information yet. But if you're a fan of horror games, go and get it. It's really, really good. You don't do much. It's all about this discovery and uncovering the stories as you go along whilst it likes to scare the shit out of you whilst you're playing. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's really, really good and as you say you, you've got access to it now anyway Vader because you've got my account so nice. yeah and I, I did pick up Gone Home but I haven't managed to start playing it yet I've heard that's another fantastic uh, walking simulator but a brilliant experience nonetheless I've heard so I picked that up as well so because we, I traded in Division. I just looked up
0: Um, yeah. I just looked up Layers of Fear mm. and it's currently on sale if you have PS Plus you can get it for 15 bucks in the US
1: yeah that's how much I got it for yeah
0: and guess who just got paid today oh,
1: <laughs> it's certainly worked. apparently you can finish it in about three to four hours so but I don't yeah, that's, I that's that's don't game. know whether I could sit there and play that damn game for four hours straight I don't know whether I could mentally cope with it to be fair
2: that's what we're gonna get Jeremy's gonna stream it all in one go <laughs> <laughs> it, It's just hardcore fucking hardcore me. Yeah,
3: <laughs> let's
1: get the whiskey down yeah
2: that's it, interesting, though, because you compare, like, that's what I'm been so impressed with Soul and Sanctuary, though. That's the same kind of price. Mm. And it, it's a full, like, a solid game. Like, it was 26 oh, or so yeah, hours yeah. when I finished that game.
1: But the difference is you've got to think, the, I, I'm not, not demeaning their game whatsoever, but obviously it's a, a hand-drawn stuff, and it's, like, 2D, and it's vast, whereas this game's, highly graphical and it looks beautiful as well. So that there's gonna be a lot more work gone into that side of things. So maybe the development was still the amount same amount of work. It's I don't oh, yeah. I am yeah. yeah. not a developer, I can't I can't say but I I they're both completely different experiences and what I've played of Layers of Fear so far, I feel the experience has been worth the money. And with Salt and Sanctuary I feel the experience has been well worth the money as well. So Time to me, time and size doesn't define a great game to me.
2: No, oh, exactly. You're right. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, you'd spend that much money going to the cinemas and only have a two-hour exactly. experience. Exactly. Yeah. Just like you only you can replay a game. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hey, while we're um just real quick, while we're talking about horror games, um, Cliff, I know you're a big fan of the Silent Hill series. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I picked up the HD collection recently yeah for the for ps3 yeah but now i'm i'm kind of hearing around the internet that that's not the version of those games that i should play correct like what, if i wanted to get into the silent hill series what give me some guidance where should i go
1: well it depends the playstation one silent hill is obviously where it all started but it's the most mm-hmm. clunky of all of the games
0: yeah, I can almost guarantee I'm not gonna go back to the first one. Yeah. Like I'll probably um Cole from Duckfeed did like a, a four episode Let's Play and I'll probably just watch that. Yeah, because cool. I know the HD collection only had two and three, so that's where I was gonna pick it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: The, the the best two in my eyes were two and three, by far. Two fantastic story. It delves a lot into some of the darker emotions of human nature and stuff as well. That's what the, once again, the story's a bit clunky, but I like it because you can put that action difficulty down and also puzzle difficulty so they're separate difficulties which is really cool so where the actions put the to play that game at fun put the action down to easy and your puzzles pick whether you want them sort of medium or hard that's what those games are about really more than the action so for the optimal experience easy action harder puzzles
0: but the the PS3 versions are apparently garbage. They are like specifically pretty with, rough. W- w- the frame pretty, rates yeah. are
1: pretty damn shocking on those HD versions. You're better off, if you've got a PS2 there, getting the PS2 version. I
0: have a PS2. It's not hooked up. It probably won't be hooked up until I get my office rebuilt, and I'm going to hook yeah. up all of my yeah. old game consoles. Oh, but That's going to be like... November or something for,
1: for for a more optimal experience I'd play it on the PS2 which is a fucking crazy thing to say like I've got one on PS3 <laughs> one on PS2 the PS2 one plays better yeah the frame rate is can be pretty rough at times on the HD versions and I would if you want to enjoy those games as they are I'd play them on their original source machines definitely yeah but I, I, I'd dive into number two number two's got some real real good stuff but three is also amazing as well i don't know if you listened to the bonfire side chats recent uh they did silent hill 3 or was it watch out for Fireballs? i think it was watch out for Fireballs, actually
0: yeah it was there was the dwarf episode that's what actually kind of i'd already been i'd already had the disc at the house Mm. before because i knew they were going to do those games and then listening to the episode today i was or over this week i was like yeah, I'm going to have to play this. This sounds really cool.
1: I think they kind of uh, did. They agreed with me on the uh, HD versions as well, didn't they? I think
0: that's that's the reason I'm asking. Yeah, yeah they, uh, I remember. <laughs> you, so, you've uh, seen through my cunning plan. <laughs> <hiding what rubbed laughs> in this information. I remember
1: saying to you when you first picked them up and I said to you, didn't I? About the, yeah, the HD versions. Are, I don't know what they did to them. The frame rates are pretty rough can be real. It could just be that
0: the PS3 is so, such a weird system compared to the PS2 and even the PS4. Like it's just such an oddball system. They just may not have done a good job of it.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. But nah, definitely going at two, three, they're both fantastic games. Very different from each other. So it's, I don't know, maybe just play them in order. Number, number two is the, is, has got the more emotional side to things. It's... I don't want to say much because it'll ruin the experience for you, to be honest. It's, yeah. Yeah, dive in in at number two, see how you get on. And... I love those games. I've been looking to play them again, but my PS2's long gone, so...
0: yeah mine's been in my garage for a long time and it's got the uh like i had the hard drive on it that was all modded so i could just like download games on the internet and put them on the hard drive oh, nice. um which is very terrible but i don't know if that stuff works at all anymore but i'm, I'm looking forward to trying to hook it all up
1: <clears throat> cool yes yeah, so
2: i don't have you
0: know, i don't have anything else i've been playing so <laughs> you just, just been playing too much salt, salt, salt sanctuary Square. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. well
2: since you only played Silent Sanctuary, I want to bring up one more thing about it. I keep forgetting. Did you okay. guys notice that the AI was a, a I don't know if it was me if I'm crazy, or did you notice that the AI adapted to how you played?
0: Um I haven't like, it, give me an example of how it adapted.
2: Mm. Well, do you know that really annoying boss that I ranted about for ages? The the gun guy,
0: the gunman? <laughs> yeah. That was the, um i can't remember his name now dang it Fuck
1: mcfuckpence
0: sure there you go <laughs> it's the boss of the in the cavern yeah
2: yeah he the run-up to him is like is hidden behind teleporting skeletons which just can smeg off <laughs> uh, <laughs> so then you've got exploding witch face mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. then you've got centipede clubby mcgee <laughs>
0: Yep, all canon names. These are <laughs> these are straight out of the guide that is only available to Dark Insight podcasters. <laughs>
2: <laughs> then you've then you've got then you've got more warping skeletons now with shields, and then you've got lightning witches who are annoying and can one shot you with one of their lightning yep. spells. Fuck and them! And then you've got some falling platforms before you get to the boss. I got so sick of that run up that I, of actually fighting and using all my resources just fighting them. Because I was a magic user and I'd use all my magic before I'd get to the boss. Um, or if I would use melee that half the time they would kill me. Because they're teleporting skeletons. <laughs> uh, I got so sick of it, I started just running past them. Mm. But then the AI, like instead of just like it's the first three or four times was fine. Like the floaty exploding witch would just stay kind of stay there and go and not do anything. But then it started as I jumped up onto its platform, instead of coming at towards me and I me running past it, it would then like just turn tail and just hoof it further into the level. And so then I'd keep <laughs> running, and then I'd get to the the center P Smashy McGee, and she would ex- while he was sw- swinging at me, she would explode there. Like they would actually they and they would all do it, and the same thing with centipede McGee. Like he would. Instead of attacking me sometimes, he, after I started trying to run past him, he would actually walk backwards and would lock me in, and so I wouldn't be able to actually get past him and all the, the teleporting skeletons. So I actually had to go to a point where I had to fight every single enemy, because they would just change how they dealt with it. That's a long example, but <laughs> did you guys notice any of that? Like, they would actually adapt? Uh, I noticed a few times that if you started running past enemies, they would change their pattern which is very and like
0: i'd never i never really noticed that i noticed the thing where um i've seen the uh the little creature that's created when you lose your salt to like the environment or something Mm. um i've seen it like just flee across the 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 screen for no reason apparently oh they're Um, annoying i hate when that does that and as (laughs) as a a magic user in my latest build like i can barely damage that dude for some reason so it's easy super aggravating um I'd never really noticed some change, although I did find a better run to that boss eventually. Um, If you go up top first and then drop down and take some fall damage, you can run over without aggroing like a lot of the teleporting skeletons and witches and stuff.
2: Oh, nice. But I'd be interested to know if they actually have programmed in adaptable AI because they would would treat me different depending on how I did that run. And so after a few times killing them all, I could actually do a run through and get through safely, but I'd had to have killed them all like, one or two or three times for them to change their pattern again. I did that run, like, 50 times. <laughs> so, so, I'm very curious. Like, I'm curious to do some testing and to see why other people, if they've ever noticed it within this game. Because, to me, my opinion is that they they do change their their attack, depending on how you deal with them. But, yeah. Sorry. No, no, wondering.
0: I'd be curious. If you... um. I know Lobos did a stream with where he had the two developers on the stream with him, and they answered like a bunch of questions and talked about stuff. So maybe there's something in there. Uh, I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but I was somebody recommended it to me that I should watch it since I'm so into Salt and Sanctuary right now. Um, I might. Maybe we should tweet the developers and see if they respond. Well, they they certainly didn't respond no, to me. No, <laughs> they did not. By <laughs> I was kind we of was bummed. I, know I know people are busy.
2: Yeah.
1: What did you do? we were we trying to oh, I was going to get try codes. to um, yeah go on Sorry.
0: yeah yeah I was going to try to give away some some copies of Salt and Sanctuary during the stream for people that like uh-huh. as a kind of a donation it's um cuz the game I think it was like 18 bucks and if I could buy like three copies and then people could donate like a bunch of money for that like that'd be a good cause and um yeah. but you can't like normal a lot of PSN games you can just buy codes off of on Amazon and I couldn't find the codes there and if I logged into the Sony store I couldn't get a code it would only like just show that I owned it already. So I I tweeted at the developers and either they, I'm just kind of assuming that like, they probably just didn't have that. They don't have that set up. So they didn't bother responding, but like, yeah, they didn't, they definitely didn't answer me on that question.
2: No, I'll I'll ask them on a developer question. We'll see what we get. (laughs) There
1: you
3: go.
2: (laughs) Cool.
1: Right. Shall we move in to the community section of this show?
0: Sure, I don't have anything else to talk about besides as far as video games go. So
1: mm-hmm. we only got a couple of questions this week, so because we didn't really, uh, we was... didn't really have a major topic this week. So we just kind of sit to people, ask us some shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we got a couple. Um, do you There's it's like six, six or seven.
3: Is it what?
0: What? What? what well, yeah, two, if you count, because uh, our, our friend Josh Crowe um, had three questions. <laughs> yeah, he's asked We mixed three. some into the the main episode, so yeah, like, we got oh, a yeah, okay. pretty good, pretty oh, good, okay. good turnout. Oh. We like it. And we got, like, 15 from Chris. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, about Final
2: Fantasy. <laughs> uh, cool. so we did all right. Okay. The Lore Hunter. Do you have a favorite gaming beverage and or snack? Oof. What is your favourite gaming beverage? Well, whiskey, anyone, we
1: yeah, except, well, you just answered the question. If anyone ever watches me streaming or listens to me during the show, like, yeah, whiskey. <laughs> it's always whiskey. <laughs> if you how's, watch, how's that liver? Probably dead. Yeah. Now, if you watch me streaming, I've always got a whiskey to hand. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: <sighs> um. I don't i mean mine would be like i usually play video games in the morning time so usually it's just like lattes or coffee or something um but or water like i'm very like when i i don't like eat a lot of food when i'm playing video games and i don't like again just coffee or water i'm having a beer when i'm podcasting like right now so (laughs) if that counts but that's that's about it
2: yeah i'm I'm quite partial to my old gummy (laughs) bears
1: gummy bears oh man okay (laughs) <laughs>
2: um, but not, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a gaming thing it's just I figured it might as well and add to um, <laughs> other snacks um, and I've been drinking a Bundenberg ginger beer mm-hmm. which is kind of like root beer but not root beer at all it's a yeah, fizzy drink made with ginger yeah it's ginger a, beer ginger drink. is quite nice Yeah. Hmm. Um. so yeah you can get it in the States now it's Australian and It's, it's but yeah you can get it Bundenberg go check it out Jeremy I'll do that spicy spicy ginger beer it's good Um, yeah (laughs) that's our answer okay now who's next Bonefist Bonefist I'll uh, I'll take the next
0: one Um, Patty has changed his Twitter name to Bonefist I can't keep Um, up with all your
2: guys name changes (laughs) 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 I'm the only one that stays um, the same
0: I watched some of his, uh, he, he had like a PVP video that he did where he, um, stripped naked and then the other guy stripped naked and then they just started bashing each other about with their fists. So that was pretty fun to watch. Um, <laughs> highly recommended if you're into naked guys hitting each other with fists which i'm assuming all of us are <laughs> well, you're right, you're right, are we, right, are like, we talking souls series?
1: here or like just in real life
0: <laughs> um you know i couldn't tell because his his dark souls 2 character looks surprisingly like him so i actually you know and that's 60 frames per second dark souls 2 so i couldn't tell the difference between the games and real, real life. <laughs> i love
2: his mustache in the game. <laughs> yeah. oh
0: yeah that mustache is hilarious no, yeah. uh, but he asked us sorry I got I got way distracted with that. Uh he asked us, where did my tab go? What is your third favorite game?
1: <laughs> what a good question.
0: <laughs> so this is a very sneaky way of saying, like, give me your top three games, right? Because if you're gonna say something is your third game and it's gonna be obviously be a big game, like you have kinda have to say what the other two are above it. Um and Oh man, I, it's tough. Like like Dark Souls, Link to the Past. Man, I, th- having that third one is hard. Like, probably Super Mario World um, would be my top three in no particular order, and I, I'm not sure that I could really rate those. I, like,
2: hold on, did you cheat? Did you say Souls in general?
0: No, no, I said Dark Souls.
2: Yeah, oh, specifically saying Dark Souls One. Yeah, Dark mm-hmm. Souls One specifically because okay, that's um, cheating. Link to the Past, like three games.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to say the whole series. <laughs> Everything by From Software since two thousand and nine <laughs> is my favorite. <laughs> um, I guess if I had to right now, I would go. Oh man, I can't do this. I guess I would go uh, Super Mario World, Dark Souls, Link to the Past. So Link to the Past would be my third favorite game. Mm. Nice. That was tough. That was really tough. My, 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 my,
1: my one's nice and easy. Obviously, the way it stands at the moment, it's obviously. Uh, Bloodborne is reached the top of my list now. Link to the Past second. Silent Hill two. Easy peasy. See,
2: I see. I suck at these things. If I like a game, I just like a game. I can't like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm terrible. At, I'm terrible at doing my top five and stuff. Is because I'm like, oh, I like that game. Oh, I like that game. and <laughs> I like forget stuff. End up with top um, fifty. Link, yeah, and and no order because. All the Souls games are my favorite games. Um, Link to Past, is, I agree, is definitely up there. It's it's one of my classics. Shining Force is one of my favorite games. Mm. Um, it's oh yeah, I know. I can I can I know all the secrets in that game, and it's been fifteen years, like what? How long? Yeah, twenty years since I first yeah, played it. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, we're all I was in
0: like sixth grade when that game came out, so I don't I don't even know how many years ago that was. I don't want to say. <laughs>
2: Like, and I still know where all the secrets are. I can find all the, the upgrade and stuff, so that I I really can't put a number to my games because there's like I'm really South of Sanctuary was a great game and I I that's really, I've got a short term memory, just
0: put it to that. I only really like <laughs> what I'm playing right now. <laughs> I like how me and me and Cliff ripped off the band aid real quick and you're over there like equivocizing, like, Oh, I like all games. <laughs> I, I do. Um <laughs>
2: It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Uh, so I, don't, I honestly couldn't say, like, because I say like Final Fantasy 7 would be all over. Yeah, just, you know, get, they're all good. I want to know what you are. I can't put the numbers on. I'm sorry, Paddy. I let you down.
0: <laughs> you are. I'm going to be so upset yeah. when he hears this.
1: He's just going to rib you even more now about other stuff rather than mispronunciating shit. <laughs>
3: Uh,
2: Someone else was doing that recently on a podcast. It was hilarious. I was like, "It's not just me." (laughs) Was saying something wrong or or what? Yeah, it happens on all of them. I think Sean Bell was doing it on the Twin Humanities episode. He said something real funny. (laughs) Uh,
1: Talking, talking of things that say say funny. One thing that it it, it drives me mad whenever I listen to uh, sort of American podcasts. What what is it with you over there? Jeremy, Jeremy, how how do you say niche? How do you say the French word niche? Niche. You do. So why the fuck are people saying niche? It pisses me off
0: so much. The only reason, and this is, (laughs) I probably shouldn't say this on a podcast, but the only reason I know it for sure that it's different is because my wife's maiden name is actually niche. Right. Which is spelled like totally different than niche. Yeah. And also, kind of, I grew up in southern Louisiana, so like a lot of um, French.
1: uh, we have a whole lot of French background here. So,
0: like, I I grew up taking French in high school, where like most people around America take Spanish or something Mm. else. Um, So, yeah, I've heard people say niche um, or things like that. But yeah, it's it's definitely niche. (laughs) Because the thing is,
1: it's niche, and it's even got that I can't remember what it's called, but the little thing above the e, which gives it the the little. I can't remember what that's called. There's a little line in German. It's called Numla. What's it called in French?
0: fuck uh there, there's the accent ague and then mm. there's the uh the c yeah. that denotes like when they turn to us to us from a c. that's right yeah okay and I, I don't remember the little dangly thing i don't remember the name of yeah. it and english
2: is called a cute accent isn't it let's know what they're called cute accent
0: yeah oh okay there you go
2: Anyways, um, yeah. we'll see my, my wife's Desiree so she's got them on her name yeah she, she has Funny them. Story. Oh, yeah yeah Funny story about bad pronunciation pronunciation of French. Her French teacher at school would call her Des- Desiree. <laughs> Desiree. Uh, she's she's got she's got a French name. Desiree. Um Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. If anyone's French, listening out there, it's not niche. It's never been niche. It's always niche. It's a French word. It's niche.
2: This is this is a second podcast in the row.
1: Yeah, chop chain.
0: Americans. You hear that? Chop chain. You said it wrong. I'm assuming that's the only American podcast you listen to. No, this
1: this is actually uh, the the kind of funny guys from the kind of funny games cast. Greg Miller and uh, the other guy—I can I never remember his name. They do it every, all the time. It drives me fucking bananas. <laughs> I actually shout of a podcast. I'm like, it's fucking nice. But yeah, I, I'm not. I swear to God, I'm not a grammar Nazi. I swear. <laughs>
3: Anyway, uh, David Petroko. Pat-
1: uh, no, I can't even read now.
3: Fuck. What did you say?
1: <laughs> pet. Pet. Oh my God! How we had you pronounce this dude's name? I Petroko. do apologise. Petroco. Yeah. Is at Petroko. Forenza? forenza Frenza. Mm-hmm. Christ. Now I look. Let's me take the piss out of here. I can't even fucking read now. Um. He asked us what our blood type is. Um. No idea. I literally have no idea.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm A positive, but I'm not positive it is a positive. I'm pretty sure <laughs> it's an A for sure, but I can't remember if it's an A or an A positive. Uh,
0: I uh I don't remember. I haven't had to like know anything about my blood type in like a
1: long time, yeah. so
0: I, I really I don't remember it at all. Same,
1: and, and he's and he's also. But how far would you go to have Dark Souls write meow? And he's actually typed meow. He seems to have turned an, into a cat. Well, right in
2: the writing. <laughs> writing
1: so, maybe uh, that's
2: what he had to do. He maybe tuned himself yet, a cat to get Dark Souls 3 now. But
1: now we can't play it because he only has paws. He's just pawing at the controller like, no, hey, I can't
2: play hey, it anymore. If that dude can play it on a Dance Dance Revolution mat, then he <laughs> you can play it <laughs> as a cat. <laughs> it'll, be a, it'll be a YouTube sensation. Cat, cute cat, equals the, and Dark Souls will be like massive.
1: Uh, yeah. He's a He's a winner. He's super he's famous. Mill, millions place. of views. Millions of views. Um, yeah. Millions of views. I, I would give nothing at all to have it right now because I'd have it unpatched and really easy. So I wouldn't want it now. I'll wait. Thanks. <laughs>
2: well, um, no, you should, don't usually the okay, patches make it easier? Isn't it the game? All no, Souls games have what, come out harder.
1: No, what, what it was is they uh, the build that everyone's been downloading on the Xbox One is been yep. the uh, show build that they've been putting like a, your E3s and your GDCs and all that which has been made easier so people can play it and try it out uh, and the pack so you can give more t-shirts away yeah and the patch the has just come out obviously the day one patch apparently they, they've just got it on Xbox and yeah it's made the game as it should be a fucking lot harder so people that have run through and completed it you played it on easy mode
2: <laughs> that's, that's interesting because all the souls games i've played have always been harder and I, i've finished them all on before the the, the nerf mm. come like the easy they were kind of might usually make things easier <laughs> uh, like a month later yeah well it's the, interesting it's the other way around
1: that's the thing though the game that's out there at the moment isn't the finished game that's the problem it's the show build and that's what they said and but i can confirm i can't remember who it was but they confirmed it today that the game is considerably more difficult with this patch it's more back to souls as it should be so interesting
3: yes
2: so i i own an xbox one and both so i had the opportunity to to do it i'm glad you didn't and i it it stressed me out for like half a day like last saturday i just sat there (laughs) i don't know what to do i really want to do it (laughs) i
1: didn't help the situation at all did i really
2: yeah both of you guys (laughs) did do it and I was like, no, you're supposed to tell me not to do it.
0: Yeah, we were not, we were not the ones helping at all. No, be um,
1: glad you stuck it, to your uh, stuck to your guns and you, you didn't get it because well, you chose right. This
2: sounds, this sounds really dumb, but I just felt I was like, no, I've got all the souls on on the PlayStation ecosystem. It just seems mm. wrong having it on. <laughs> on Xbox it just won't feel right and my brother I messaged my brother saying I can do it and he's like don't it'll feel weird <laughs> and I think oh. it will be like on the controller I'm just more used to the PS4 controller um, and I, wa- I didn't want to give up my statue
1: yeah edition. no that's a nice statue and you would have been playing easy mode as well you wouldn't have be been playing true game exactly. so there yeah, you I wouldn't have been happy with that so Law Hunter always- I know you're listening I know you're listening you're going to have to play it again now aren't you because you've played for it on easy mode my
3: friend <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah it was for me it was just being on the since I don't have an Xbox one um, it was just the ex- the exchange rate like I think it was something to be like $150 for me to import the w- once you start buying yen cards through playasia or whatever like, hmm. like and I, I just, I'm not going to pay 150 Like, I've already paid $200 for this video game. I don't need to pay another $150 for this video game. Jesus. I've already bought the collector's edition and the hardback book and the digital copy and the DLC. Like, I don't, I can just wait until it's all in English and then be done with it. Yeah. Yep. So. Um, um,
2: well, I should have, it, going back to Final 15 I actually had in my cart, I managed to get into the store for the the ultimate edition. And I was like, I can do it. I've got one, but it was only for Xbox, because so PS4 went straight away. Mm. <laughs> but that was the same thing, I was like, I'd rather on PS4, but it, I can get on Xbox, it's like, nah, it's too expensive, and just can't kind of talk myself out of it. Yeah. But now it's sold, I kind of wish I had. <laughs> oh, well. I'm going to Japan in a few weeks, so I'm going to find myself some Final Fantasy 15 merchandise. Yeah, cool.
0: Dude, you should try to find those uh, well, cute little one, figures that they only the have in WonderCon. Yeah. That's me, isn't it?
2: Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Leo Good. Loki. Guilty pleasures. I don't know. How these questions are hard. What are your favourite things that you might be embarrassed to tell us, oh, this, or we're not going this, to tell you? This is so easy for me. So easy.
1: Every time someone asks, right? You, you know, you know my sort of music. I, I, I won't go into it because this one of Josh's uh, things about my favourite bands. But the I, I'm in quite heavy metal. Uh, but my guilty pleasure is Katy Perry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> It's it's so bad. Excellent. It makes me feel sick, but I love it. I don't know why. I have no idea. It's awful.
0: Hey, she's 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 got a, she's got a good voice, dude. Like that's, that's all there is to it. Have you heard her live? <laughs> um, my my father in law sometimes like gets those concerts and stuff that they put on satellite channels, yeah, yeah, and like cool. he is has told me several times like all of the Katy Perry live concerts are just fabulous. But no, I, I have never gone to her live. Have you gone to a concert?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's, yeah, sometimes she's good, sometimes she's not. I think it's just hit and miss. But there you go. That's that's oh, my guilty God. pleasure. Hold on a minute.
2: Were, were you in there with all the other boppers? Like, were you like the only dude there?
3: No, no, no.
1: There was there was a few dudes there. I think that was all with their wives or girlfriends, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt.
2: Uh, Whereas your your wife like... went with you. <laughs> <laughs> no
1: she was like oh, fuck
2: off I ain't get it <laughs> I shouldn't even go no <laughs>
0: wow
1: yes
0: uh, you you must have looked like quite the creeper going through
1: the <laughs> <laughs> no I, I, I went with uh, I, I think everyone thought I was like the gay along because like I went with my my gay friend Richard and our friend Cara so yeah <laughs> nice, nice awesome good deal uh,
0: I don't really have a, a guilty pleasure like a I, at a certain point, um, over the last like, <clears throat> over the last few years, I was just like, you know, like fuck it, who cares? Like, I like the what I like, and if you don't like the fact that I like it, then you can fuck off. Um, yeah. Not to get hostile, but like, <laughs> if you don't Listen. like, like, if you're gonna come at me about something that I like, then screw you, man. Like, it's just something that I happen to like. Uh,
2: awesome. I guess
0: the the only thing that really comes to mind is I will probably watch whatever garbage superhero TV show that they put on. Mm-hmm. Like, I. Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow—like I watch all of that garbage. So, like I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm way into some of those like teeny superhero shows. <clears throat> I don't talk about them a whole lot, but it's like, like I, I watch them pretty regularly. Oh,
1: oh, P.S. Jeremy, you shouldn't have showed me Comicsology. You really shouldn't have.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> I'm, isn't I'm hiding it? Man, lots of from the head. wife.
2: <laughs> it's not good. <laughs>
0: Comixology is dangerous, especially yes. when they do that thing where they they're like, "Oh, hey, the the full run of this particular writer is a dollar a piece." And you look at it, and it's like sixty issues, and you are like, "They're only a dollar a piece? That's a video game! I could buy all of them." Yeah,
1: well, I've been I've been buying a few collections and catching up on some series. So, yeah. Shh.
3: <laughs>
2: naughty,
0: naughty. I uh, oh. I actually looked into because um, I have a Marvel Unlimited subscription, mm. which is their online thing where you can just go through it's like a Netflix but for Marvel comics oh wow and, um, and I looked into seeing if you could share my subscription but apparently they do some IP filtering in you're oh, from a, a different country like that won't work so sorry dude
1: no oh, that's a shame
0: <sighs> what Vader what's, what's your guilty pleasure I don't know gummy beers <laughs> gummy beers you gummy, bears
2: gummy is beers. A guilty <laughs> <play>? <laughs> no I don't know I don't think I really have anything um I'm the same as you Jim like, i I, I I always like anime and cartoons and comics and games growing up and it, and it, now it's cool to, to like that stuff. But when I was in high school, like none of my friends like that stuff. Yeah. Um. And and it always hassled me about watching cartoons. Like stuff. You do like it. And I'd always my my comeback was always like, well, what cartoon did you like from a, from a kid? And i like, I'd say something like Samurai Pizza Cats. I'm like, well, would you want to watch it now? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, well, watch it now. Who cares what people think? <laughs> um, exactly like and like you don't stop liking it it's just yeah people's attitudes change and yeah it's cool that the world's different a bit different now people just are happy to admit what they like um but i guess that's not a guilty that i'm embarrassed to tell others because yeah yeah we've kind of changed your question a little bit there now like
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure he's fine uh, okay. um but I, I, i'm gonna jump us into uh, morbid yeah. beard aka it's your boy josh crow <laughs> um his first question, he sent in three, which thank you, Josh. (laughs) We really appreciate that. Um, he says, what game best describes your life realistically? And what game would you like to describe your life and why? By that? I mean, are there any games with the world or aesthetic you wish you could have as your life? I, I can't think of a single, I've never wanted to like fully escape into a video game. Uh, No, they all seem very scary and terrifying. The the sort
1: of games I play, hell no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Layers of fear. (laughs)
1: the walls are melting like, around me now fuck that shit
0: even if you look at like Super Mario World like I don't want to ride a dinosaur I don't want to eat <laughs> shells I don't want to you know what I'm saying like I don't want to see any of that stuff so I don't like I, don't, I have no idea what would describe my life realistically besides I, I mean like do they I guess maybe um, American Truck Simulator because I drive <laughs> for a living <laughs> <laughs> i don't drive big trucks but i drive a truck and i drive it all across the state so maybe that i don't know (laughs) but
2: that's why that that, there's two parts to this question is what what game um would you like to describe your life or what game describes your life doesn't mean that we want it to be like that but kind of i guess what story or metaphor that games are trying to portray the message that's a hard one yeah it is a hard one the second part you're right is what game do we want to be our life kind of thing (laughs) um i don't know
1: that's a real hard one. That's a thinker.
0: You know, we uh, we should probably table that one, and yeah. we should save it for the episode notes for next week, yeah. and then we should actually come we'll up with some it. reasonably yeah. good answers for this. Like, this will be our homework for it, because that's a pretty deep question.
1: Yeah, it is quite a deep question. Yeah, we'll table this for next episode, that one, and
2: we'll come back on that one.
0: In fact, i while we're sitting here and someone reads the second one, I'll go ahead and do that so we don't forget to do it and forget about Josh. <laughs> I, I can I
2: can give Josh Chris's answer Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Done. Um. <laughs> uh, uh, so we said that Josh had three questions. There's actually like three questions within each question, so it's <laughs> 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 nine questions. Um, so yeah, question two: How many games? roughly do you think you've completed thus far and i'm assuming that's in our lifespan in total um i honestly wouldn't be able to tell you uh, i probably could add it up but it'd take me hours i logged on to my psn through like the web browser and it told me the other day and it told me i my playstation 3 and 4 have seen 380 odd games
0: Ooh, let me look at that real quick. So let me see what my... Because I have PlayStation on my website, on my laptop right here. So I want to see what... Because I have no idea. Like, between from... When I was playing Nintendo as a kid, like, I have no clue how many games... Well,
2: exactly. Had. That doesn't include my Mega Drive days, my Nintendo Gay days. Yeah, my, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, my PS1 and two days.
1: Mine has got to be 500 plus.
2: Games has finished to or just
1: applied? Uh, I'd say games finished. Like, over my period of time. Like NES, yes, Super yeah. Nintendo, Mega Drive. It's got to be 500 plus. It has to be.
2: I, I don't know if mine would be as high as that because of all those games I would have just tried and got through PS, like PlayStation Plus and gone, I'll play that and never <laughs> play like five minutes, never gone back mm-hmm.
0: to it. Um yeah, my completion ratio is probably, like, in the single digits. Like, it's probably only, like, 10% or <laughs> less that I've actually finished. Because <laughs> I don't have that drive. In fact, I think Josh asked us this one time before, of, like, do you feel compelled to finish a game? And I, I do not at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: We, we know to edit. addict. I don't
1: have enough time. Yeah, if, um... I, if I had more time, just, man. I used to literally get up, like, when I weren't at work, I'd literally get up, turn the computer on, play for 20 hours... And then go sleep for four and get up again, and yeah, I was a bit crazy at one
3: point.
0: <laughs> it's nice when you can do that, but eventually you get to the point where you, you can't. You just can't do that for <laughs> because yeah. you have shit to do during the day, unfortunately.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, so did you get that number, Jeremy? Did you manage to get him?
0: No, I can't. I don't. I can't find it anywhere in the. It's
2: it's on your like account setup. It's real weird. It's like where you can see what consoles you have attached to it. Uh, to your account, um, I just yeah, I remember seeing it. Uh, your 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 my playlist yeah, is 300, like, don't 380. Don't like the devices thing, but There's a lot know, of games. Yeah. There's a lot of
0: games. If I find it, I'll uh, I'll, I'll tweet it out again. and We can yeah,
2: yeah we'll, we'll, we'll report back it. later. Mm-hmm. So continuing on with well, I, more of question well, two, are you yes, happy to see a story uh, of, the a of, of a game and leave all side missions it
1: right complete? Yeah yes I do I I tend to when I play games straight through the story I don't really do much of the side stuff unless it's a Final Fantasy game where I feel it's worth it yeah
0: it really it really depends on how fun the side stuff is so like in a game like um, Saints Row 4 like I I liked a whole lot of the side stuff but then there was like this garbage insurance fraud thing where you had to get hit by a car and bounce around that i could never click with the controls and i just skipped all that shit like i didn't do any of that at all so if, it, if it's fun then yeah i'll go through and do all of it but otherwise i don't feel compelled to do it at all i can't mm-hmm. I
2: kind of talked about this on my um platinum uh platinum demo stream i did the other day for the fireman C demo thingy and i get pulled into the stupid shinies <laughs> like mm-hmm. i collected every single shiny thing in that game in the demo and it's like there's no real point but i just I do that with um, some games and I get pulled into the side stuff and I kind of like this is not fun and then I force myself to go through the main mission and then I'm just done uh, but it does depend on the game like Dark Souls I've done everything possible platinumed all of them um, and technically a lot of that side stuff so. Um, so yeah it depends on the game is my answer and how pathetic yeah. the side stuff is mm-hmm.
0: Cliff you want to round us out with uh, the last question
1: Yes, he's uh, said, this is a non-gaming question. What are your personal... He, he, he said, what are your personal music tastes, but I think he means personal. What are your personal mm-hmm. music tastes, favourite bands, or and best ones you've seen live, etc.? For me, obviously, yeah, Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Yeah, Katy, Katy Perry. Perry. Katy Perry, definitely. Uh, all, all three. three. I, 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 I'm a come-as-you-take-it kind of guy. I I don't really have specifics if i like it i like it i don't really care what genre it is whether it be hip-hop death metal pop electronic if i listen to it and it sounds good i don't stick to a genre but as the crow flies or whatever i tend to listen to more metal yeah (laughs) i tend to listen to more heavy heavy metal and death metal and sort of my favorite band has always been Slipknot and they're actually the best act I've seen live. I've seen them live like so many times now and yeah, by far my favorite band. Live act. Yes.
0: I'm more of a, um, hip hop guy. Mm-hmm. So I like a lot of instrumental. I like a lot of like indie hip hop. Um, some of my favorite shows are like a, a guy that does weirdly enough. He does game music now, which is really weird. <laughs> um, but like his, his name is Dose One and he's been in like several different bands and seeing him live is just a, he's just insane. He's just a madman. And um other than that, but like I'm similar to you, Cliff. Like I don't really like if I hear something and I dig it, like it doesn't matter if it's country or, mm. you know, classical or or whatever, like I get into it. Um right now I'm kind of addicted to the brand new david bowie album and the brand new uh kanye west album like that's my two albums that i have in rotation right now which could not be further apart from each other <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, that's just yeah. how it is mm-hmm. um as far as favorite bands um when i was when i was younger when i was like you know early 20s seeing tool i saw tool several times and god damn they just did an amazing job mm-hmm. seeing tori amos was like a mind-changing experience even though nowadays i don't really listen to that type of music much anymore um so yeah, I, I'd awesome. probably go with those. Vader. <laughs>
2: I'm not much of a music person. Um, like I just you are, don't. Listen.
0: You're not much of a question person today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what do you mean? I've been avoided I'm a lot of
1: questions today. With you, Vader. Yeah.
2: I'm sorry. Well, I'll try and explain. Like I just, I don't like. Like I can't have music if I'm trying to do something like work. I can't have music on in the background. It just irritates me. Wow. Um, oh, see, I'm
1: the opposite. I have to have music to concentrate. Yeah,
2: most yeah, most too. people mm-hmm. are. I, I know I'm weird, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it just it. I just don't. Like, my wife always has, like, the radio on through her laptop and she's working. If she asks me to do something on a computer and I sit down, I just get, I, I have to turn the music off because this music playing at my face while I'm trying to work on the computer just just infuriates me. Um, and, but yes, but I, I did like music a bit more when I was younger, but I think it's just because you're a teenager, you're supposed to. Um <laughs> it's like... I, but the ones I do, I can't. I only there's only a few bands and music that I can actually listen to. I can appreciate music, and I can appreciate a good song, and so I don't. I'm not opposed to music. I just don't like to listening to it.
0: Mm. Uh, That's fair. That's totally fair.
2: Mm. Um, but uh, Jurassic Five was always my was one of my favorites when I was younger, um, and I still really appreciate hearing their music. Uh, Jack Johnson, his older stuff. Beastie Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I guess I'm like you Jeremy I'm a bit, a bit of a fan of um, hip hop more old school hip hop um, yeah
0: Jurassic 5's DJ um, if you ever get a chance he did a guy named Cut Chemist he did a yep. tour with uh, DJ Shadow called Product Placement oh, you ever get your hands on that album it's a fucking mind blowing album that's that awesome. so fucking great oh yeah Shadow is great killer, Shadow man. was an amazing concert I saw mm. him at the House of Blues in New Orleans and that was just such a it was such a crazy fucking show I love that yeah
2: Wouldn't yeah um but yeah, like like Jurassic Five, like really like 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 their stuff. Um Beastie Boys is awesome, old school Beastie Boys. Um and but yeah, favorite bands here would probably be Jurassic Five or Beastie Boys. Um if I had to choose one. And I've only been to one concert. I, I really dislike concerts. Uh, <laughs>
0: One. This is like this, get to know your podcast host day. Yeah. That's well, it's great. I like, I, I, I that's, like this. That's, that.
1: That for me is an absolutely insane concept. Like I literally could oh. not go without live music. I think I would just go stir
2: crazy. I despise. I, I despise. I've been to one. As far as I know, I actually had tickets to go see black eyed peas when they came to Wellington. Hmm. And I, I just gave it. I was like, I don't really want to go. So it's like a $90 ticket. I just gave it to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: um, yeah, I, I love live music. I, that's mm. I'm not. I don't know that it would make me stir crazy because I don't really go a lot nowadays. But like big shows get me out. But man, I love I love going to concerts. Yeah.
2: No, well, let me explain. One, there's music, and it's usually too loud. And I'm an old grumpy old man. Two, there's way too many people. I like people, but crowds are annoying. Um, and three, it's just yeah, it's loud. <laughs> I already said that, don't I? No, just not a fan. I've been to one concert, and that was Jin uh, Wigmore. I don't know if you guys have heard of her. She's a New Zealand artist. Uh, yeah. She's she's pretty good. Like she's pretty talented. Uh, good lyrics. She won like a in- big international lyric competition. Like a, and that's great. she kind of got her name out there that way. Um, yeah, very talented yeah. girl. Very unique voice. Um, and I can appreciate that she's talented and She does a good job of music, but just, yeah, I went to the concert with my wife. It was quite an intimate concert. Like it was a very small venue. Um, and it was, yeah. And I went with my wife and that's the only reason I went.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. Uh, cool. Well, I guess that's going to wrap us up for, yeah. for this episode. Huh? You guys, you guys want to put a pin in it since we've been going for about three hours now, I think <laughs> yeah. as always, thank you to all the loyal listeners that, you know, wrote in asked us his questions and download the episode. Um, thank you again to all the people who came out for duck spring. Um, I know at least one listener of dark insight did um, that, that was G Fitz came out. He's he me and him message back and forth on PSN a lot. He's a big fan of the show. I'm sure there were more, but that's just the one that I happened to see when I was playing. So if there were more, I'm not leaving you out. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Um, if you have the time, please like us on iTunes, subscribe, rate us, Um, You can follow us on Twitter At Dark Insight Pod You can follow us on Tumblr That I've been neglecting a little bit Which is darkinsightpodcast.tumblr.com We're at SoundCloud At Dark Insight Podcast I'm probably forgetting But if you're listening to this You probably know where to get us Tell your friends Um, My name is Jeremy Greer You can find me on Twitter At J.G. Greer Cliff, where can they find you at?
1: At Hovering around like a crazy person on Twitter, like I do every day. Uh, yeah, at Death Note de four T H underscore N O T E.
0: Mister Vader Van Oden, where, where can they find you on the, on the <laughs> internet?
2: Uh, no near concerts, but <laughs> Vader Van Oden.
0: Yeah. <laughs> don't, uh, don't look
2: for your concerts. I'm going to film the concert tomorrow cliff.
1: and show you how how loud and how busy it is at this concert tomorrow. <laughs> it's going to be insane.
2: But- <laughs> yeah, no, that, that drives me. That drives me crazy. Um, um, <laughs> um, you can find me Vader Van Odin on Twitter and all the other places that you want to go. Um, and go, n- now I'm curious to go see all the Katy Perry forums and see if Death Note's on there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, I think we were going to go with like some Final Fantasy art for the podcast for the episode, but I think we got to go Katy Perry now. <laughs>
1: no. No, uh,
0: we <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we might have to do that. We'll, we'll we'll make a we'll make a user vote on Twitter or something. See which uh, one see which we'll, one people like.
2: We'll ha- have a picture of Cliff photoshopped in front of the concert. Actually, probably not photoshopped. You're probably actually in. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: I could be quite easily spotted because you've got all these normal people there, and there's just someone in like like a leather denim jacket with like a death metal patch on the back of it. Just like <laughs> 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 I, I do stand out quite easily.
3: Yeah. these concert.
1: He'd he, he it's an, it's an easy t-
0: it's an easy target cliff but d- believe me i didn't say it but uh yeah I've, i'll listen to taylor swift man i like that chick so don't don't feel bad
1: <laughs> awesome. uh, cool
0: but again thank you all for listening this has been episode 17 of the dark insight podcast we'll see you um actually the next episode will probably be after dark souls 3 oh yeah and because well, yeah. we'll we probably we we'll record every other week and that's the week after the game is released mm-hmm. so we'll be definitely talking about some Dark Souls 3 yep. I will probably be, be finished with it by then just to warn yeah. you guys so. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll,
1: we'll, we'll pretty much keep it non-spoiler until our spoiler cast because obviously we will be doing a spoiler cast for DS3 but Abs- our standard episodes we'll, we'll keep yeah. spoiler clean for everyone and we'll be just talking mechanics and our thoughts so thank you for tuning in as always and for myself I'll say see you later
0: Catch you later. See you next time. Talk bye.